And we are coming down in three, two, one. I am not the hostess cupcake, the Riddler. This is Mock. Nope, nope, nope. I'm joined by Milwaukee, J Mart, and the Red Baron. Yeah. Tell you what, really thrown off. <laughs> yeah, real weird <laughs> sequence there. That was weird. Uh, Riddler's running late today, but we uh, are welcoming two special guests in studio today. We got a dad. We have a dad. <laughs> That's me. <laughs> We'll have to move that uh, microphone a little bit closer to you. Yeah, you got to get right on it there. That's me. <laughs> we have uh, Mr. Dave Sanderson here with us today. Morning. And, uh, you know, on the other side of Souls over there, we have... Oh, Pat. All right, Pat's going to talk mix. real oh, low. There it is. <laughs> In high school, oh, God, he used to go by... Uh, this. Redwood. Redwood. That's that was I, it. It's a good radio name. It should okay. be Redwood. Redwood, Redwood Red Baron. That's right. I like it. Don't get it confused. <laughs> we're, we're actually brothers. <laughs> I believe uh, today we're doing one giant toast of excellence. No? Yeah. R- Rita's saying no. Well, we can, we can and we can right. add, add well, some other stuff. Just do a ton of them. Out of the gate, them. happy Father's Day. Toast to all you fathers out there. Except Jeff. Except <laughs> Jeff. Nice. <laughs> nice. Knocks his kid over when he tries to stand up. <laughs> but no, really, happy Father's Day. Hope you guys like the show. Yeah. Thank you. I have another toast of excellence. Go ahead. Um, I want to toast Odell Beckham Jr. Showing up to camp. Contract not not happening yet, but he's not holding out. It's a good move for it, a it, superstar it is. player. And you don't see it. Time, you yeah. don't see it ever. You don't see it ever with the superstar players. Because he wants his money. But he's going about it the right way. Yes. Yeah. I'm not saying it's not. But he <laughs> wants his money. <clears throat> Listen, he'll be back before the start of the season. Yeah, it's a brown. No, you <laughs> <laughs> I have a toast, uh, excellence. Uh, Wade LeBlanc. Last night, through uh, seven and two-thirds innings, uh, nine strikeouts uh, versus the Red Sox. I got to watch that at the bar. I got to see uh, Mr. Dave Sanderson play up at uh, Krabby Owls and had the game on, on in a typical bar fashion. It was on mute. So <laughs> I got to read the... the Closed captioning, but he had to, for a guy. He what? He's what there four, four, five, five so three. So a, a guy at the bottom of the rotation having a hell of a day, nine strikeouts. So. Having a hell of a year. Yeah, he's three and zero. Oh. Because he's not a pirate anymore. <laughs> so what happens. That's my toast. And he's playing on a team that's just winning without their best player. Yeah. So good for him. I got I got two if that's you know acceptable by the board. You're here. really pushing by all means. One goes to Mike Bibby. I don't know if anyone saw the <laughs> Instagram picture, but he's a scary looking Talking guy. Talking Mike Bibby. Mike Bibby. <laughs> the other goes to the Baltimore Orioles. They finally benched Chris Davis. They are not letting him have the historically worst <laughs> season of all time. So Chris Davis, you suck. Souls. Jeff took mine. Which All one? Right. Uh, Chris Davis. <laughs> Bullshit. Now entering the Riddler. <laughs> the arena. Hey. <laughs> Lincoln was right with the hat, by the way. He did. 
Mr. Reed, Cole, did you be wearing that hat today? Shout out to uh, Mr. Reed. It's my Civil War hat. It's <laughs> <laughs> a great hat. Uh, Mr. Sanderson, Pat, do you guys have any mine's toast this, to dish Mine's to this breakfast. <laughs> uh, I didn't come prepared with one. I didn't know I needed to. Uh, <laughs> I would say the Yankees, though. In general, here. My team. There you go. Yay. Toast all around. Quite down over there. No, not here. <laughs> I've got one. This guy, uh, let's see who can guess. He had a pretty decent college basketball career for the University of Tennessee. Went overseas to play professionally for Germany. And uh, decided to give all of that up in search of a belt in wrestling. Shout out to Mr. Kevin Diesel Nash. <laughs> yes. Yuck. <laughs> yes. Yuck. That's the greatest thing I've ever heard. That intro was legendary. Saw that <laughs> taking a turn on me. <laughs> hey, how, how, how much is this chew screwing up? No. Well, that. Yeah. You know, Kyle thought that was going to be a trivia question. He was over here thinking. <laughs> ah, Kevin Nash sucks. You got bashed. Oh, Kendall. Yep, let's get that going. <laughs> get that pond water going early. Starting lineups in too. Oh yeah, Good the call. umps are yeah. getting pissed. What do you got there, J Mark? Oh, I have a nice Heineken here, <laughs> courtesy of Souls. <laughs> yes, me. I delivered. I, yeah. Gross. Totally. Riddler. Um, not enough one I would start with. Yellow one. Yellow one. This one. Yep. All right, Shuby Juice from Thimble Island. Ooh, the Shuby. Courtesy of Paul, he, he gifts me a lot of beer. <laughs> I have the old man uh, from Treehouse. Yeah, Reed told us he shopped at the Paul Mart today. <laughs> That's pretty much where he shops every time he drinks. Yep. You'll I notice have... when Kendall buys his own beer, because it usually comes in the volume of 30 ounce, or 30 cans, <laughs> 30 or 40 cans. ounce. I have, uh, from the Czech Republic, a lager. Over there, it's called Budweiser. But here, I think they have to change it for legal reasons. It's the Czech Bar. Czech Bar. Very excited that I found this. I have from Goose Island, the Goose Winter Ale. Nice. In June. Really in season. <laughs> I don't care. First one I saw. Okay. God, I'm you it. nasty souls. That thing okay. is so expired. Just trying to keep cool in the summer. That's all. <laughs> what are you drinking down there, Patrick? I also have a Thimble Island. Uh, I have the Double Coffee Stout. Good way to wake up. <laughs> Yuck. Mr. Sanderson, what are, we, what are we drinking down there? Well, I have the world-famous Rocky Mountain Tumbler full of such magical ingredients as a Diet Coke. Nice. Because I'm watching my weight go up. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, I do that too, but... <laughs> it never seems to go anywhere. Yeah. No. Well, crack a crack. Oh, yeah. Has to make some noise. <laughs> Jump the goat over there. Half an hour ago. Oh, yeah. That didn't taste good with this food in my mouth. No? Not even a little bit. You might like it. Down the road. Down the road. Oh. Or in the same seat. It's like stationary. That's what I heard out of your mouth. Put your shirt I, up. I am just so happy I found this beer. <laughs> Today is a good day. Today was good. All right, so I'm going to take the reins because I'm really enjoying this breakfast. <laughs> Well, uh, we're just kind of waiting on the Red Baron over there to yep. add, ask us a question. I have your question for you. I just want to um, yeah, and then get the page. There we are. Souls, you ready to talk? Yeah. That's our two, though. Souls also, uh, out of impulse, bought a mag of Fireball Nips. Because he's a raging I know. I used the wrong word. I know. 
got a magazine full. Magazine. It came with a magazine. So how many did you buy? We had ten. We did three, me, Pat, and Mark. And now we have seven, so all of us can do one. (laughs) You know what's funny? He did the math in the store. (laughs) (laughs) Let me tell you something. He's not good at math because when I cleaned out my van after the little road trip that we took, there was a half-drank nip of Jim Beam fire sitting in the floorboards of the van. Yeah, he told us. It was one of the last ones he did. He goes, well, I thought I got more of that in there, but I guess not. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, before Golden Corral. (laughs) Fuck Golden Corral. Uh, what's your problem with the Golden Corral? They, yeah, it made me really... They could be a sponsor one day in your well, disparaging comments. Anyways, with the question. All right, well, first thing, first things first, I need an NFL team, not the Colts. Redskins. Giants. Redskins, we got Redskins first from the Riddler. All right, so Peyton Manning, his career high passing versus the Redskins passing yards is what number? In a game? Single in game? In a game. Oh, my God. 362. 441. 375. 403. 382. 512. Our correct answer is 354 against the Redskins. So, Souls, because it's Father's Day, you lose. I told some guy today at the restaurant that I was a father. For no reason. None one of those. He held the door. I hold the door open for him. He goes, "Oh, thanks. Happy Father's Day." And he's like, "If you are a father," I was like, "Yeah, I got three. <laughs> three. <laughs> just kept walking. Hey, shoot for the stars." You know? <laughs> that guy was nice enough to wish me a happy Father's Day. I'm not gonna look, look the gift horse in the mouth. That's right. <laughs> like, I don't have any children, sir. <laughs> yeah, that one that you're with. How rude mine. of you! <laughs> I have to take my shot that I should have taken before I asked the question, but you're I'm incompetent. Do I like to shout yep. out this bagel? Because it's just been the real MVP this morning. <laughs> Where's it from? Ooh, bacon, egg, and chez with creme chez on a buffalo chicken bagel. From where? Um, none of your damn business. Golden Corral. <laughs> Bingo. That's why I was so late. I had to go all the way to Milford to get it. <laughs> no, uh, chefs in Cheshire? Maybe you have. I'm not surprised. Yeah, me. Hamburgers, <laughs> ribs, or fry. low self-esteem women. So... Well, we should crack these open now, huh? As a collective unit. Ooh, that fireball's going to taste really good with the cream cheese. <laughs> it's a bu- buffalo chicken, though, so we're yeah, good. No, okay. actually, you should pour it on there like you would a Tabasco or some kind of... Oh, marinate it? Start cooking with this stuff. Will it fireball? Season some chicken with it. Well, happy Father's Day. To the fathers. To the Except, Jeff. Oh, Except Jeff. I don't know why. Okay, so just to Dave? Yeah, Kyle, I got a whole... Your whole family's going down. <laughs> <laughs> there was so much colder before. Oh, when they just came out of the fridge. Yeah. Kyle <laughs> just made me spit fireball everywhere. <laughs> I want to make a comic book called The Adventures of Souls. It'd be a uh, good comic it'd, book. It'd be hilarious. I'd buy it. We see our heroes sitting on the couch. <laughs> <laughs> well, and that's it. 40 pages of just <laughs> ball scratching. <laughs> <laughs> Looking at the remote on the table, but not reaching for it. That was awesome. <laughs> that was Sputnik. <laughs> Kyle's face was best. All right, Kyle. So what do you want to talk about today? Why is it on me? I got the second part of this show. All right. Why not make it the first part? <laughs> Beat the rush, bitch. It's going to be more than, you know, 30 minutes. We got more than 30 so, minutes. All right. We'll settle so, it with a cage match. Come on, match. Souls. Go. I guess we're going to do the NBA mock draft. What, do you really want to wait for the second hour? Uh, kind of, but I guess we're not. 
What's it to you? What's it to you? All right, Kyle. So with the Nothing. first pick, the I'm Phoenix at. Suns. First of all, you calm down. It's your poor mouth. Well, you're just going to So start. back to MLB news. <laughs> you're start arguing with Jeff. <laughs> you started it. I didn't start anything. I feel I'm like a cage match coming on, Kendall. All right. I, I, I'm seeing it, too. So NBA mock draft. It's on Thursday. The mock draft on Thursday? No, the real draft. Is Ooh, on pond water. <laughs> well, I mean, I don't think that warrants a shot. I was just being an ass. Whatever, I'll fucking drink it. <laughs> well, me and Jeff both did a fan- mock draft. Jeff oh, yes. Yeah. Does it really fucking matter <laughs> at this point? Does it really matter? Yes. You should. Uh, you should let Pat get a shot of that private yeah, stock. Yeah, here you go, Pat. Enjoy. It is customary. That's right. He's got a really. <laughs> if oh you could God. tell us what it is, you win. <laughs> I'm willing you to bet the, everything I own. Every, you can't tell me what's. That's bad. worse than it was last time. Well, it's sick. It's well, that's because you're regurgitated Jim Beam fires in there. <laughs> Has it? Pat said it's better than the fireball. <laughs> yeah, but so is like urine. <laughs> All right. With the first pick of the 2018 NBA draft, the Phoenix Suns select center DeAndre Ayton out of Arizona. Nope. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> nope. Lamelo. See, I have the I have the same guy going first. He's just too dynamic to yeah, he's not good. go first. Although he's an asshole, if I'm correct, he only worked out with Phoenix. Yeah, he doesn't want to go anywhere. He probably. knows he's going first, so I almost hope he does. It's either he's a very good offensive player, fucking liability on defense. That's the NBA. But it's like in the first round of the NCAA tournament, they got blown out of the water by 13 seed Buffalo. Don't hate on Buffalo. They got knocked out by the next round by like 40 points, but they beat. You know, whatever. I, I agree with <laughs> Arizona. I agree with JMR. Don't sleep on Buffalo. Any sport. <laughs> um, not, not, to, not to interrupt, but uh, not Sports Center just posted a photo um, of saying throwback and happy Father's Day to all fa- the fathers, and it's a picture of LeBron, LeBron James, and Dante West. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> it's just magical. Oh, God. All right. Anyway, with the second pick. Uh, the Sacramento Kings select. Oh, wait. It's the Kings? Yeah. Oh, damn, I did my whole mock draft. I thought the Bills were next. <laughs> uh, the Kings let they Luka Doncic, guard slash forward out of Spain. They don't, though. <laughs> they draft Ooh. Marvin Bagley out of Duke. See, my reasoning is because... Grayson Jeffries. <laughs> the Kings need a, a scorer and a, and a guard. They already have four big men that do nothing on that team. So they need one that does something. Okay, but you already have too many. Unless you trade one. Exactly. Who are they going to trade? Any Willie Collins. And who wants them? Anyone. Somebody watch that. Training for second round picks. Second round picks don't do anything. There's a pretty good dumpster fire oh, burning oh, in, in New York City oh, that would take some big men. You said, didn't you? Uh, someone pull up a list so I can figure out who's the second round pick. <laughs> <laughs> the biggest name of the last like five, ten years is Isaiah Thomas. You know what's crazy? Even I knew that. <laughs> <laughs> I did know that. We all know Anthony Davis was the best second-round pick ever. Of all time. Or one, but anyways. <laughs> we don't have to argue. It's also, I, just, I just think Vladi Divac. Bagley is very valuable. Either way, they're probably not going to pick either one because Vladi Divac sucks ass at his job. You're right. They'll probably go with, like, you know, Kevin Hurcher. I'd also like all the NBA, uh, NBA teams to know, I wrote a letter. I'm out there. I'm available. I almost had you at 30, I swear. <laughs> I'm available. I was like, I'm going to write someone in on this. I'll work out for any team. Just pay for my dinner. He likes Golden Corral. Then <laughs> <laughs> with the uh, third pick at the Atlanta Hawks selecting power forward Jalen Jackson Jr. Nope. out of Michigan State. 
Jalen Jackson Jr. I have a See, feeling there's going to be about 27 more nopes coming. Yeah, I, got, I have Luca going there just because I think it's it's Schroeder's team. It's a pitiful team. They have a good power forward in the making. Give them, you know, Luca. You got to score. You have Schroeder and Luca. That's a pretty good back or whatever the fuck they are. Backcourt, frontcourt, backcourt, backcourt. Dick check. It's a good fit if <laughs> you know if the Kings decide not to pick. Him. Well, That's my reasoning is. To. A lot of the executives in, uh, around the NBA are saying uh, Jaron Jackson's going to be the best player out of this draft. Souls has been in the meetings. No, I just read things. <laughs> Kendall brings up a good point. They though. said when no, you start you when you start it. talking, like when you're trying to think, you like wade in the water. Yes. Like you just you just like, <laughs> yes. you just, like paddle back and forth. <laughs> You ever seen that like video of like the turtle that's like vertical in the ocean, just <laughs> oh, like it's gonna be a good That's day. exactly so what you look like. You just like. Anyways, all right. He can't swim. He's a three and D type player. The Hawks don't really have one, and that's the new thing in the NBA. Well, they don't the have Hawks. anything. A stretch four. Hmm. We could go through the top five picks. They don't have any of that. <laughs> I just think they're gonna try and really build that front court for the defensive purposes down the road. I think John Collins and Jackson Jr. could be fantastic together. See, that's why I have him going next a team that really values the greediness and the defense. Memphis. So you have Jaron Jackson going to Memphis? Yes. I have Marvin Bagley going. <laughs> to really compliment Marcus Gasol. Oh, yeah. An offensive mind. Because he's also a liability on defense. Yeah, see, I just I look at the, the culture in Memphis. They're all about just hard-nosed defense. Jaron Jackson. Enter Jaron Jackson. New era. Both good fits. Yeah. Who we got for the Mavs? Mo Bamba. No. Out of Texas. That sounds like a song. <laughs> Mo Bamba. Mo Bamba is... Mo Bamba number five. Yeah. <laughs> Mo Bamba That's is good. considered the best defensive center in this draft. And the Mavericks have been looking for that dynamic center just to play defense. That's why they wanted DeAndre Jordan. They didn't get him. And Mo Bamba is going to be just like Jordan down the road. But they have Nerlens Noel. He's a free agent. A great player that He's they could resign agent. for a max deal now. One, Just for that, two, I, I have Porter five. Porter Jr. going there. Yeah? Yeah, I do. I think Dirk is on his way out. It's just a matter of when he decides to hang it up. And they need a new guy, a new face. Well, they have Harrison Barnes at the three already. Doesn't <laughs> matter. I think they're more focused on looking for a center than they are for Well, guard. I spoke with the executives. I actually <laughs> sat in on one of their conference calls. And you spoke to Mark? And they speak very highly about Michael Porter, so. Up yours. Home, my boy. God, uh, you want me to call it out for a second? Because we know he's being ridiculous. <laughs> Anybody have any comments in the first five? You guys have good banter going. All right. You guys just keep going back and forth. Let's just bang out this draft for like 10 minutes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Number six, uh, I have Trey Young. Guess what? Nope. <laughs> Point guard. From Oklahoma going to the Magic. That's a reach. Um, <laughs> <laughs> reach at best. He's a risk, in my opinion. He's, uh, what the fuck did the Magic have to lose? They could get Mo Bamba. The cursing from Souls is just is what matter. they could do. Listen, you got Vucevic, right who's now, just a soft, yeah, soft center, good offensively. But you get but Mo the, Bamba, and the, then but the thing is, what What's they the traded out for Payton. Okay, but their starting point guards either DJ Augustine or freaking um, Shelvin Mack. Okay, why are you comfortable? There's with those an off season. You could say there's so many free agent point guards. Who wants to go to Orlando? Who wants to go anywhere? Uh, money, money drives all these there. deals. But the, like, they need a dynamic score. They don't have one of those. They are in rebuild. They, they, they need a playmaker. They're, they're not a contender. And Trey Young's a playmaker. They're not the a magic. contender. They're oh, rebuilding. We got a hand. We got a hand up. We're in six, right? Yeah. I actually, I actually had a pr- uh, prediction for this. 
Uh, I think the Bulls trade their their eighth overall pick, uh, Denzel Valentine, and uh, Felicio for the number six pick to take Bobby Porter. Or not Bobby Porter, sorry. Uh, Michael Porter Jr. Oh, Clinton Porter. <laughs> I kept saying Clinton Porter. I kept saying all different kinds of names. Anyway, it's Felicio, Valentine, and the eighth pick, and a second round pick for the sixth pick to get Porter. I I would like to see him there, though. That would be cool. It would be a good fit. I can see the Bulls trading up if they oh. really if they really want Michael. Porter. That's the best part. That's pretty good. Everything we're saying, we're both wrong because there's going to be <laughs> trades all day. You know why it's good? You know what's good? Because I was cleaning the other day mm-hmm. and I found two nips of organic vodka, so I just threw them in here. So it's healthy. What what else is in there? That's not true. Um, <laughs> so yeah, you there's UV yeah. blue. You shouldn't have UV blue. Uh, ninety nine bananas. Um, tabasco, tabasco whiskey. White yes. Zinfandel. White Zinfandel <laughs> wine. <laughs> Um, Glad I said that first. <laughs> but organic vodka, what is that? Just a peeled potato? Yeah. <laughs> it's gluten free. <laughs> Comes with a side of avocado toast. <laughs> uh, People may have laughed, but I didn't like it at all. That's fine. You can get those at the Dunkin' Drive Thru. <laughs> I'm telling you, we're in the coordination, coordinating stages of getting a, our first event going for next summer. It'll be a big to do. And I'm gonna make nips of private stock for people to win. Do we that have to get like licenses to it. sell them? We're not selling them. That's There'll right. be giveaways. That's right. That you give us money it. for. Good, good. I'm gonna get a. I'm gonna get a 50 Donations. gallon drum. <laughs> it's gonna be a 50 gallon drum. So what I'm gonna do is, is I'm gonna 50 gallons. Don't clean it out. Either. No, no, no. I'm gonna oil it or whatever was in it. <laughs> what I'm gonna do is, is I'm gonna bring it in a sauna and I'm gonna sit in it Ooh. until it's half full with sweat. Then I'm gonna fill it a quarter of the way with urine. Wow. Just a dash of semen. Snot rocket, top it off with gin. Wow. I'd buy it. Sounds like a health hazard. <laughs> I like it. Yeah, there's going to be some lawsuits <laughs> in the near future. But All right, anyway, back to We've the got a very strong legal team. <laughs> Could you see that trade happening, though? In Somewhere in that yes. realm? I-, I can see a trade happening. I mean, I personally think that the Bulls would be overpaying to get the sixth pick, but I also... It could be a good return. It's a risk. I don't think they're sold on Felicio, and I feel like... They gave him a whole lot of money. Well, I just feel like if they were going to... If they were going to keep one of the two big men, I feel like they would trade him and keep Lopez. Because just even though Lopez doesn't really bring a lot offensively to the team, he, he's a very good defensive and rebounder. All right, anyway. With the seventh pick in the NBA draft. Well, you take this one first. So I have the Cavs taking Wendell Carter. That is also who Kyle has. No. 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 <laughs> I have the Cavs taking Michael Porter. He's not going to go there. <laughs> he's not going to fall, is my thing. I, I believe... Trey Young won't go over. That's my only gripe with that. Pat, what do you think? He'd be a perfect fit, but I don't think he's going to be available. For I'm going to go with Jeff on this one. <laughs> Good. My Good. thing is... The insider. If he's there at seven, the Cavs have to yes, look at The Cavs have to draft him. But he won't be there. Just mm-hmm. because... Mm-hmm. He won't. Just because LeBron might leave. He's not going to be there, though. That's my thing. Okay. So, well, in mine, he's there. But he's not going to. You don't know that. I do. I, and I believe he's there. Well, let's wa- let's get there. a wager. So, Porter is going to go before. I'll take four shots seven. next show if he's if he does not go to Cleveland. And I'll take four if, if he, he doesn't go to Cleveland or if he's still there. He doesn't go to Cleveland. Wow, wow, that's a okay. Pretty, uh, I like and your if shake he goes on that. to Cleveland, I'll take five. Okay. Oh, Ooh. oh, someone's getting drunk next week. Now hold and on, know what? I wish I didn't shake his hand right there. If they trade up for the pick and take him, all bets are off. <laughs> <laughs> if he goes at seven to the Cavs, five shots. Okay. If the Bulls trade up and because get them, I'll is, take people. I'll drink the whole private stock on the show. Oh, God. In my opinion, I think teams are scared to take him they because be. he, he's hurt. 
but I won't have a beer that show. <laughs> yeah, but let's let's look at a team that has made their winning reputation off of per- draft picks. That'd be bad. Yeah. Enter the process. They may lower this show. Yeah, I it's agree. worked. <laughs> I agree, but teams aren't the, a lot of teams aren't the Sixers, and they're not going to risk. Michael Porter, who had a back problem, which is a very serious problem, and he just came off an injury problem. An ankle injury, I'm sorry. Fucking Christ. Have but, like, people have been, like, drafted after, like, you know, being accused of rape. That's right. <laughs> That's a pretty serious thing. Yeah. One dude got drafted and he couldn't read. But it, Yeah, but he's not injured. There's but probably more of that going on. Not being able to about. read is kind of an injury. <laughs> That's Kyle. I couldn't make it to the stadium. I didn't know where to go. <laughs> <laughs> it got lost. Who you got the Bulls taking? I had the Bulls taking Wendell Carter Jr. No, he Porter. went. <laughs> nope. I have um. I haven't taken Mikal Bridges. I think they could use some. He's pretty much an all-around project. I would say he's good reason... both offensively and defensively. Well, the only reason I'm I'm good with that is because then I can order his jersey, but get him custom made to say J Bridges. <laughs> <laughs> Wendell Carter um, has been shooting up in the in the rankings for the last couple of weeks ever since the um, the combine. Yeah, sex tape. No, he's a freak <laughs> athlete for his size. Because he's a very smart player, and I think if you pair him with Markkinen, that could be one hell of, of a front court. It like, could. I, but like, I think you got to stretch. You got to stretch for, and you got a real center who's young. You could trade Lopez and try and get another piece. Whoa, whoa, don't trade Lopez. He's awesome. Yeah, but just to get another piece to work with that team. Lopez is a good piece. I think you go either way with that. Get rid of Felicia. <laughs> they can too. Get rid of him. They get, will. Get rid of fucking Alfred Payton. You mean Cameron Payne? They're all the same Say person. The same <laughs> They're all the same person. They all just a bunch of weird. I don't know. All I'm saying is Bulls team, but with J.R. Smith and Swaggy P, NBA champs. Yeah. All right. <laughs> you heard it here first. One hundred percent. Who do you have your Knicks taking? The Knicks are going to, and I quote, draft Trey Young, and I'm not even happy about it because I think they should take Sexton. But what happened? I misspelled Knicks. But I I think I wrote off your paper. I think Trey Young (laughs) has like a three percent chance to be great. So both of you misspelled Knicks. Chance to be good. Not to interrupt. But did did you both really misspell Knicks? I didn't. He did. The end's attached. I don't know. No end. Private stock it, kicks. Dad. Private stock. <laughs> Mock wrote kicks. New York kicks. This is spelled correctly <laughs> on mine. All the other kids with the pop. Oh, sorry. That's your. That's what we're on the radio on the way yeah, here. They, they've been high on Trey Burke since like three years ago, probably for all I know. And I think, yeah, he could be good, but there's better options. But I, I just think they take him. Oh, you know, you know we didn't give exclusively working with him. They're, we didn't, they're we didn't. notably big fans of his. We didn't give the fisherman any pond. I water. mean. I think, I think the Knicks take Mike, Michael Bridges. Have the next Carmelo? I think he, Just think, though, Jeff. The last time the Knicks drafted, and you weren't it. happy Wonderful about it. Okay. It panned out. <laughs> the last two picks. Frank was good last year, too. Michael Bridges. Best play all season. <laughs> best play. <laughs> he did. He had the best play of the whole the season. Fireball, right? Was it the uh, Kevin it, LeBron? No, it was the one where they were winning. It was like only one of like five games. But they were winning when the buzzer was going down, and there was like two seconds left. The shot clock was about to expire, so he passed the ball to um, uh, what's his face over there from Atlanta? What's his name? Kevin Nash. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what's that? Nash again, Mark. He was a Nick, and then he went to Atlanta, and he came back. Tim Hardaway. 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 Yeah, 
He passed the ball to Hardaway so he didn't get the turnover. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the greatest play ever. That guy's awesome. That's a Mike Mock play. <laughs> Absolutely. It was good. I didn't screw up. You screwed up. <laughs> Way to go, guy. You you had the ball. Stat sheets don't lie, guy. Now, Kyle, I bet a shot I know who you have the Sixers taking. Yeah, because you take that that. Yeah, no. Oh, he said, yeah. <laughs> yeah so you no. have the Sixers taking Lonnie Walker, right? Yeah, I do. Ah, oh, good, good shot. So does he. <laughs> nope. Oh. <laughs> I was say, so what, do I. What hurt I can, I can bet you team. that you have a shot that you have the Sixers taking Colin Sexton. <laughs> I'll take that shot. Can we keep <laughs> doing this back and forth? Because this could get real interesting. <laughs> okay, so my reasoning for Lonnie Walker is that he's a shot creator. The one thing that the Sixers were desperately missing last year was a shot creator. Or just a you know, point guard that can shoot at all. He's not a point guard. But Don't you even fucking dare. Take a no, shot. No, I'm talking about the players. I'm I'm talking about, yeah, but I'm talking about Ben Simmons. Oh, I'm not talking about that. Yeah, you, I'm not talking about that. Because I'm, I'm about to funnel about, this down your fucking gullet. <laughs> I'm talking Paul about, just got so mad. <laughs> I'm talking about the player that they're going to draft. Your gullet. <laughs> he's a, he's a shot creator. Sexton. Not. not I don't think they need another point guard. You have three on the roster that are really that are good. <laughs> he said, "Really? <laughs> Go on." Yeah, Ben oh, wait, Simmons. You, ah! you have no TJ Mikado, and you have Marco Fultz. Ben Simmons isn't a point guard. Marco Fultz to me is a two. Hey, remember like a couple weeks ago anything. when oh, we were talking true. about like the Sixers getting LeBron or Kawhi, and now they're going to get neither. They might. They're they not. won't, they're and not. they shouldn't. They don't. Oh, I'm going to get Kyle this. Also thought no, no, continue George. with the trap. Go with the trap. I, I just think Lonnie Walker <laughs> is one of those guys that could, like very good at create his own shot. You can shoot off the dribble. He doesn't need. To have the ball in his hand. But you have that guy in Markel Fultz. Like we said, we don't know much about him. And but you don't know much about this guy either. He hasn't played yet. You're right. Fultz actually played. Okay. Take Colin Sexton. Markel Fultz can be that guy for you. You know what? I'm happy with both things. All right. That's uh, that's fine. Uh, what I really want is Michael Bridges, but he's not going to be there at time. Nope. I have a question. What's the definition of a shot creator? Well, I, I've like can I give it to, can I give it to Kobe Bryant? Can I give <laughs> can I give you a definition that Souls would give you? Sure. Okay. Ask me the question again. What what this is, is uh, a, a shot creator? Somebody who creates their own shot. I, that's an unsatisfactory answer. But that's what Kyle would say. <laughs> Am I wrong, Kyle? I don't know. So <laughs> think of it as a guy that doesn't need someone to send him a pick. It's someone that can create enough space off the dribble. Kyrie. You know, okay. Kyrie Harden. is a great example. Think Mock. of, Mock. Oh, think of Mock. all the Mock. think of all the greatest Mock. players in the NBA right now. Mm-hmm. They they're all shot creators. Shot creators. Okay. Nash. Nash. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, he could say Steve Nash. Steve Nash. Steve Nash. Kind of. Steve Nash was Before just a floor guy. Steve he thought Steve Nash, not Kevin Nash. No. Here's I the thing, though. Steve Nash. Steve Nash has a different. Steve Nash has a different title. Did create his own shot, but Steve Nash was a floor general. Yes. Steve Nash stepped on the court, and it was whatever the oh, hell he my. wanted to do. So Chris I, Paul does what, you know, Felicio's going to do for whatever team he gets traded to. <laughs> I thought the pond water was a shot creator because you're trying to figure out what's you in it. You know what? Every, Literally, it is. You know what? The you shot creator new nickname? That's deep. The new nickname? Like Lonnie that. Walker for that thing. For this? Yep. Lonnie Walker? Yep. <laughs> Hey, you want to take some of Lonnie Walker's juice? Sure, I deserve it. Because he deserves. <laughs> it. Jeff's gonna be donezo. By oh, I gotta go to work today. today. Um, I thought you said you didn't. No, I have to work today. It's Sunday. I thought you I said have, Sunday, I, Sunday. I have two Sunday. Sundays off from now. Sunday, funny cars. <laughs> Jeff, what do you have for the Hornets? Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Uh, where are we at? Pick eleven. Okay, so I have the Hornets taking Miles Bridges. Nope. <laughs> Good move. What do you think, Pat? <laughs> <laughs> Colin my Sexton, yeah. <laughs> straight out of Alabama. 
I want to hear your opinion. I want to hear what you have to say because I'm intrigued. So you got Batum, right? That small forward, mm-hmm. and you yes. have Kid Gilchrist. Mm-hmm. What have they really done? Okay, I agree. You know what I mean? I think they bring in a fresh guy. To, even if he doesn't get that much playing time right off the bat, he's going to motivate Kid Gilchrist and Batum to my step their is, game up. Point. My, my thing for that is, <laughs> I think it's really hard for them to trade either one of those two. Exactly. So so draft someone to get them going. And, and I think it's very easy to trade Kemba Walker. But why would you trade Kemba Walker? Because that team's going nowhere. They, they, finished, they have the 11th pick for the last three years in a row. But they're going even... They're going faster towards nowhere if you trade their only score. Chris Dunn, Felicio, Denzel Valentine, first round pick, two second round picks for Kemba Walker. <laughs> <laughs> Done. I, I do think the Hornets can trade this pick. They probably will. Like, to like be to honest, the, like to the I think Suns. it's going to be a, a package with Kemba. Watch them get the first like, pick. Like my, my you opinion, heard it here. I think the Suns would easily make that trade. I don't know about the. I think the Kings would make that trade, without a doubt. I don't know about the Suns because they're kind of hard pressed on keeping the first pick. <laughs> I think I think right now the Hornets are looking for a bench guy like Colin Sexton could come off the bench. So you're saying and be and be a good point guard for with them. your first pick. Well, no, you I'm want saying, a bench guy. No, for this year, just for this year. Because I yeah. also agree and think it, that Bridges would be a good bench guy. Because <laughs> in due time, Colin Sexton will be the starter. You know, uh, and if they keep Kemba, <laughs> they, they've been looking for a backup point guard. They they signed Michael Carter Williams, who done he's a bust, unfortunately. You, they have they had Brian Roberts. They had that guy was better at baseball. <laughs> Only real people know who that was. <laughs> I, right. I just love when Kyle said, and Jeff, "You don't know that." <laughs> I, I just think he would make the most sense at eleven for the Hornets. Okay, well now we have the asshole Clippers that have back to back picks. Let's this just bang them out. Who you got for both of them? Uh, I have uh, Miles Bridges and Robert Williams. I have neither. No, I have Robert Williams. You have him 13 or 12? 13. Good. Me too. But I have Lonnie Shot. Walker because I have him dropping. Which these two picks, I can't really disagree with that. I think the Clippers are just going to trade one of them anyways. They're a team that you're, just. When you have back-to-back picks, you're in a great position. You should trade one of them unless you're really they're, sold they're, on two They're guys. a team that's stuck. They don't really have. A great team. They don't have a shitty team. They're a superstar away from contending, but they're not going to be great. And they traded Blake Griffin. That's why Robert Williams. Wow, Robert Williams makes. Waskey we wabbits. The shot creators. <laughs> oh, souls got tickled. They traded Blake Griffin. There's a hole of power for Robert Williams. Makes sense. Gallinari is not cutting it, in my opinion. And you have Lou Williams. Uh, they did sign Milos last year. I'm not going to give up on him yet. Migos? Milos. <laughs> so I just Play think Milos good. <laughs> Take off. <laughs> I think Should Miles Bridges at 12 could really help them sh- shoot a little bit. I think Robert Williams is going to end up being a starting power forward. In Too generic of a name. He's going to fall off. It's <laughs> <laughs> a good point. But yeah, going to the Nuggets. I have Kevin Knox. Me too. Going to the Nuggets. All right, so who do you have going to the... No. Well, they want to know why. He's a guy that really did not make anybody happy this year. He was supposed to be a top five pick, and Kentucky just sucks. Paul? No, it's too late. I had something to say about the last pick, but you oh, forgot about you? It's too late. We're already no, on the next Go pick. ahead. I, I'm done. We're going back to the covers. No. Rewind. Ew. Go on with the Nuggets, Kyle. Reverse, reverse. 
The Nuggets can pick anybody. It's no, it's it's a chance pick. I mean, you're right. He was supposed to be a top pick. He's still good. He still has that potential. He's just playing on a loaded team. So, who knows? It, it's a and I think they're kind of done with fourteenth pick. It's I, always a weird pick. I think they're kind of done with Kenneth Freed too. Yeah, he's he's it's a mistake. Well, it's funny because his skill is still the same, but it's just the league's moving away from guys like him. And that's oh, and you can shoot just a little bit better. He he's Neen ten years after Neen. Yes, <laughs> that's Nene for you common folk. Yeah, who you got going to DC? Uh, Zahari Smith, small forward out of Texas Tech. Who? Zahari Smith. Nope. That could be. <laughs> that could either be like a Saudi Arabian guy. Yeah. Or a black. Guy. Black guy. Oh, okay. is it a black sod? Yeah. I don't know. Black sod. <laughs> he has been shooting up the boards. A lot of teams want him. Like the Lakers want to trade up into the top. I spoke with Luke Walton personally. According to Luke Walton. To Luke Walton. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> The Lakers want to trade up. Reference. <laughs> they want to trade up into the top twelve to get him. I.e. Yard Barker. <laughs> he's a pretty solid shooter. He's he's okay in my opinion. I don't think he's going to be anything great. And the, and the Wizards just kind of need like another bench piece because after the starting five, they suck. They're taking Troy Brown. Yeah. Play the two and the three. And he's going to really probably suck because they suck. And they suck at drafting. I think this is John Wall's last year in Washington. I hope. New York. <clears throat> but not Brooklyn. The kicks. <laughs> All right, what about the Suns? Irrelevant pick. I haven't taken point guard Shea Gilgis Alexander out of Kentucky. Terrible name. They're going to take Zyrie Smith <laughs> because he's going to fall. Suns need a point guard. Brandon Knights suck for them. Alfred Payton, Pay- whatever. He can't shoot. I think they're looking for the next star point guard for them. And you think that Shea Gilgeous Alexander is that? Could be. No. Let's see what name ESPN gives him. Because they're not going to say that every time. SGA. <laughs> I know the Suns want to trade back up into the top five after the one pick to get Trey Young. Yeah, well, he's going to the Bucks in my next How pick. How do you so. know that? <laughs> what do you, what Mark do you Spears. Mark Spears. Marcus Peters told you that? No, Mark Spears. <laughs> Britney Spears' father, Mark. <laughs> Happy Father's Day, Mark. <laughs> Estranged father. Estranged. <laughs> uh, I, see, I have him going with the next pick. Your little uh, Shagilagus, whatever the hell. Why do they need another point guard? Shagilagorilla. Because they want one. They don't need one. They said they want one. I talked to Luca Mabute. And he said, yeah. he talked to the fuck? guy from the Rockets. When the hell did we start doing this, like, show in the sap button or something? Like, what's going on? It's Moa You know, Moon, Kyle, I'm not going to lie. This is one pick I just didn't take any time with. So they're taking him. Okay. You're so wrong. You should talk. You're wrong. The Bucks are going to take Grayson Allen. He's not good, and he's going to fall. He's not going to fall. He's going to be a second-round pick. He's not. The yep. Bucks. He's going to suck in the NBA, though. Absolutely. 100% he's going to suck. He's going to be very serviceable, like, nine. He's going to be, oh, uh, shit, what's the guy on the Pistons? Help me out. Uh, there's Three a lot-point shooter, white guy. Kevin Nash. Luke <laughs> 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 Kennard? Nash yeah, again. No, 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 before him. John Kyle Bauer? Singler. There's your Grayson Allen. No, he's going to be better than John no Singler. No shot. Kyle Singler, I'm sorry. He's not Anybody's better than Kyle Singler. No. I just picture Kevin Nash like shooting a corner three, <laughs> and he starts running up the court, like looks at the camera. One hand's flipping him off. The other one's got the finger gun. You just hear the... the 
the PA speakers in the back. <laughs> and then you, and then you just then you just see Mock looking like Steve Buscemi in uh in um that Adam Sandler movie there. Uh, <laughs> Billy Madison. Billy Madison. He's got the sniper. He's got lipstick on. And I'm Shoot. glad I called that guy. <laughs> We're back to Grayson Allen. Oh, sorry. It's okay. We can go back to the softest player in basketball. No, he's history. a dick. Yeah, but he's soft. The he's Bucks good... need no. Did, he can shoot. Didn't he lead the out Bucks that like like weird ass like bas- like intro for, for Duke yeah. or whatever? Like with a wasn't it like some like pop song like some like. Someone else know what I'm talking about? Probably NSYNC. I think what what you're meaning to say it. is fuck Grayson Allen. <laughs> yeah, you don't like him. He wants to be Christian Leitner, but he's not. I'm telling you, he's in order of the Bucks. I'm telling you, he's going to the Wolves. So you have him three picks after that? Yeah. You said you're gonna fall to the second round. He might. But How I didn't does that make add, any sense? Because I was looking at a list of 30 guys, okay? And I wasn't going to go out of my way to figure out who a 31st guy could be. So I put him in there, all right? That's the way. You want that... the truth? There's the fucking truth. Here's the thing. Here's the thing is, that's how every mock draft, professional or not, is done. Yeah. They put out so many of them. There's no way like, all right, let's look at every you. guy who's eligible for the NFL draft. Now, nah, fuck that. Who's the top 32 guys? Let's just put them in order. If you want to be real here, what pick are we on again? The Bucks. Yeah. They need a playmaker. They need Mike Mock. You know, you look good in that green. Me me and Giannis, we'd be great together. <laughs> Antler combo, right? All you'd have to do is jump at the hoop. I'll give do that the to rest. Kendall, please. No. Nope. Don't give it to Kendall. That's one of the greatest nicknames we've had. One, it's relevant because they're the Bucks. All I'm saying... Is that me uh, and Giannis? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Just like, are we doing lobsters? What are we doing? We're <laughs> doing crab defense. For nope, 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 nope. All right, 18th pick. To me, this is the oh perfect fit. 18? Yeah, it's not that far off. Yeah, let's just speed round. No, hold on. Come on, these picks are. All right, go. This Poor is the pad over there. This is the perfect fit. I know fit. nothing. This is the perfect on, fit for this team. Kiri Thomas, shooting guard out of Creighton. He's Danny Green, just younger. Nope. Shooting guards are the most valuable players on any team. He's a he's a three point shooter who plays exceptional defense. Yeah, but they always go with like foreign guys, so they're gonna get Dante DaVinci. He's not foreign. Jackass. Don't care. You heard his name. There you go. You heard his name. He's from Villanova, which is in what Greece? <laughs> which is in Villanova. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. That was good. No, to me this is the perfect. That was rich pick. Mountain. Oh God. Danny Green, younger version of him. Is there olive juice in that? <laughs> that might be, I don't know. Greg Popovich loved Danny Green, and I think he'll take... Dirty. I think Danny Green leaves this offseason, and I think he just replaces him with Kerry Thomas. You're probably right. Thank you. There's definitely going to start... Because it hasn't been gross enough. I don't know. The private stock has not been gross enough. Every time we I try to make it really gross, someone on the show is like, oh, this is, this is tasty or whatever. So you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to start adding non-booze elements to it. Nothing that will go bad, but we're gonna start making it real, t- real gross. Oh, I guess Jeff is done. He ripped up his his mock draft. He just got it memorized. Then we have nineteen. The Hawks. I haven't taken Troy Brown. He's a three point shooter. I think the Hawks straight this pick. They have three of them in the first round. I don't see them making all three picks. I see the Pelicans coming back in. Pels, pels, pels to get Troy Brown because they need a shooter. But. Troy Brown just makes a lot of sense. He's an Oregon guy. Hawks love Oregon guys. So Jeff looks like he's about to the Hawks make love sweet organs. love. You are a hundred percent correct. Thank you. And then we have the Minnesota Timberwolves. Grayson Allen. No, they're gonna take care of Bates Diop. Is he foreign? Nope. 
question around the ring is DJ. No. Uh, correct. But he sounds it. No. <laughs> so he went to Lafayette. Went to Ohio State. It's close hey. to in the same country. See, All I know is the last time someone <laughs> took a chance on a guy named Jop, last name, he sucked. It's Diop. It's Jop. Guarantee you that's how it's pronounced. Just like the Senja job. Um, he's a, he's a three and D type guy as well, but he's older. He's a senior. A lot of you don't see a lot of seniors coming out now because they suck in college and they had to be good their senior year. No, I'm just kidding. Kemba, <laughs> Kemba, give, <me> <laughs> give me that props. I, I just try. Kemba, try to look for any reason to go back and say he's wrong. He is wrong, but Kemba. <laughs> but Mecca Okafor. Like, now we're getting to the picks where it's just going to be bench players. Josh Boone? You might find, like, a diamond in the rough type player. <laughs> but I think Boone. he's going to be the guy that just comes after Jimmy Butler. Gives him a little spark off the bench. He could do that. With, with like, really good defense or three-point shooting. Paul. Hear me out. Bull trick? <laughs> this one could be realistic. Jimmy Butler back. No, 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 no. God, no, 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 no. So the Bulls trade. <laughs> <laughs> The second round pick this year. The second round pick next year. Felicio. Valentine. And Bobby Portis. Same trade. All right, go ahead. For. No, I didn't put Bobby Portis in the other one. Too valuable. Um, but for the 27th pick or whatever pick. Right <laughs> um, but for this pick. The first round pick next year. And Derrick Rose. Minnesota Bulls. Minnesota Bulls. <laughs> I think every year the Bulls and the Timberwolves should keep doing trades, so it's just the same two teams. Makes sense. Rotate. Also, you guys be on the watch. Mock jokes about the NBA thing, but he's going to make it. And when he does, PG is going to stand for passing guard, not point guard. Oh, I want to make a new position. That'll get me into the Hall of Fame. Good. <laughs> yep. With yeah, the first 20... ever oh. passing guard. Passing guard. 21st pick in the Utah Jazz. Germany's losing uh, one nothing to Mexico at halftime of the World Cup for all of those who uh, are interested. Myself. I have the Jazz taking Dante <laughs> DiPagenzo, point guard out of Villanova. Who? Dante? Dante DiPagenzo. <laughs> Big reason why I have him going there is because he's white. Oh, wow. Jazz love their white guys. Gotta love it. You know, that uh, Brigham Young <laughs> University... <laughs> Nah. It's not. <laughs> so this kid can shoot. He's a and good. They, they need a backup point guard. Dante Axum sucks. He can't stay healthy. He, that, that's just a perfect fit. A kid that would like. <laughs> what you say? <laughs> Pat was noting that the player is also white. <laughs> like he he, really, he reminds me of John Stockton a little bit. Oh, for fuck's sake! Thanks for listening. No. <laughs> Move on to your next pick. No, before you he's, blo- he's, just, he's a shooter. But that's like the worst thing in the world. Like, John Stockton, a shooter. To it, though. The it's guy like, that has the assist record and the steals record. A shooter. Assist for now. He reminds me of LeBron James. So he reminds you of somebody that's got however many years of experience and is arguably the greatest player of all time. He reminds you of him. Yeah. And he's, he's 17, Drake. 18, 19. 21. It doesn't matter. I hate when people do that. Like, No, he doesn't remind you of John Stockton. He reminds you of like... Just somebody, a good point guard, Adam Schefter. This makes a lot of sense. Go ahead and take a sip. Yeah, we'll later. Because you ripped up yours, I can't have you go to this one. The 22nd pick at the Bulls, taking point guard Aaron Holiday out of UCLA. He's dropping. 
Why? Because he's just a namesake. No. He, he, he's gotten better each and every year. He went from 8 points to 13 Absolutely. points to 20 points a game. Earlier. Fine. Okay? Fine. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good good trend, I guess. <laughs> and the Chicago Bulls need a backup point guard. Or they could even start him if Chris Dunn sucks again. Or we could trade. We can, but I think they keep the trade. And they already had a holiday, and they need another one. I, all I'm saying is if you take too many holidays off, you get lazy. <laughs> Next pick. Uh, I have the Pacers taking point guard Elliot Okbo out of France. Next. This is, no. why, the first, this is why I hate the, the last, like, this you know, 35 picks of the of the first round. I know there's, I know there's more now. But it's just, you're just starting to say, you're making up names. <laughs> well, this kid um, could, is probably going to stay over, like, stay overseas for a couple years. Because the Pacers don't really need him to come over right now. I mean, it, they're a playoff team, though. Yeah, but they don't need him to come over. They can. I think they're going to look for free agency more than they are in the draft. You do that rebuilding. They're not rebuilding. When you're a contender, you want guys like, no. Trade the pick. Next pick. <laughs> the Bulls. Tony, Bulls are going to walk away from here with probably 27 first-round picks. Uh, the 24th pick. No players. Minimum. <laughs> I have the Blazers taking Chandler Hutchinson out of Boise State. Good name. I think they're way past due with Evan Turner. They want to get rid of him. They can't, though. They fucked up. Is there a rule for opening the second beer? Go ahead. Nope. Yeah. Oh, we okay. got a call to the bullpen. Um, Early. Is it the same beer? Yes. Oh, no. Just kidding. Yeah. Yeah. I just think it's no call to the bullpen. It's a mound visit. I did, I did the first one wrong. Yes. Okay. That was actually for Jeff, but okay. <laughs> I, I just think he fits well with them. It's just a, a mound a, visit. Yeah. We'll quick around the horn with the pond water. Sure. The All Blazers right. are a defensive team. I mean, an offensive team. He, he put, well, which is it? Offense, <laughs> and, and he produces a lot of scoring as well. He he was the leading scorer in Boise State. The fit just meshes. Is there court blue? No. Well, that's On a waste. <laughs> oh man. Then have the LA Lakers taking Kevin Herter, small forward of Maryland. I actually like, like that pick. Good call. Yeah, that's too. one of those names that, like, for whatever reason, I probably knew, I probably really know like two out of the first fifteen names that you guys rattled off. I know that guy for some reason. Don't know why. I think it was because I was watching ESPN one night, and he was just on there. Also, the Lakers already promised him if he's there, they're taking him. All right. Hey, if you're still there, 30 picks in. Yeah. We got you. Well, let's finish this. We got then you, I, that goes through the last few picks, because then I have a, yeah. a Real question fast. to the table. In the Sixers, the I have him taking guard slash forward Jacob Evans out of Cincinnati. What's his injury? Nothing yet. <laughs> For now. Um... It's just whatever pick. They don't really need to first. I I see them trading one of them or both of them. They don't. I think they need an experienced guy more than do a rookie. Right but it's just a pick that would solidify their bench a little bit more. Nice. Celtics, uh, Zona Musa, small forward. I don't Mufasa. know. Moose. Some fucking country. I like the way you international Bosnia <laughs> draft. So you put a lot of thought in that for him. Um, we shit on you for sucking. Like the Celtics don't need another. They don't need another young player. So trade the pick. Uh, who no. you got next? Hold on. <laughs> okay, the Celtics are going to take an international guy who's not going to come over for a while. Policia. <laughs> I guess. But he's what just... do you mean you guess? He's from Brazil. <laughs> I'm saying, like, this guy's not going to come over. They don't need him to. Okay, fine. Then we'll trade Felicio, but he'll play for the Bulls for three years. Then we'll send him over. All right, I guess. But that makes sense to me. Uh, the Warriors, Jerome Robinson, guard. They're going to lose Nick Young. Fuck him. No, they're not. You know why they're um... not going to get him? You know why they're not going to get him? They're going to take over the Bulls draft for cash. And he's going to turn out to be a stud. Yep. I still think the Bulls are the Jerome Robinson led Boston College with second in the ACC in scoring. Oh. And the 
He just add to the three point shooting threat in fucking Golden State. So yeah, he'll be that Mister Fucking Good. Pick. Why don't you think they keep Nick Young? Because Nick Young got his ring. He's just gonna go for like five million dollars for one year somewhere else. What he does his whole career. He goes from one team. He goes from team to team for a year. Honestly, I, I wouldn't sleep on Swaggy P becoming a Cavalier. No, he's gonna go to he's gonna go to the Rockets. But retire and just yeah, he might just be the ring. biggest ring robber ever. Now he might just go from team to team. Like I tell you, if I minimum. was ever able to be a professional, I would do it every time. One year deals to a contender every year. Rack up those rings. Now this pick for the Brooklyn Nets is Gerard Vanderbilt out of Kentucky. I thought you were gonna say this pick for the Brooklyn Nets is irrelevant. <laughs> I was gonna laugh really hard. Um, he was projected to be the best player out of this draft. He had a very serious injury, and he's gonna fall because of it. But if he can re- if he can retain the form, the Brooklyn Nets got a top five pick down at the end. Kentucky <laughs> underachieved big time nope. this year, and it just <laughs> the Nets <laughs> need need something on that team. You know, I agree with you, and I don't mean to interrupt with you. But They're Jeff, holiday. funny stuff is happening over there with Jeff. He ripped up his mock draft. Now he's trying to find the piece for this pick. Well, Salvage operation. The Nets, <laughs> the Nets need another big man. Because Jared Allen's okay. He's good. Oh, they need a big man? Yeah. Uh, they don't need another fucking guard, Jeff. They have Spencer Dinwiddie and uh, Daniel Russell. Those are great players. Conway yeah. Twitty. <laughs> and then the last pick, I had the Hawks taking Josh Ogie, point guard out of Georgia Tech. If they trade Schroeder, they're gonna need a point guard. There's a, there's a high possibility that they trade Schroeder. I have a conundrum for you. What's that? That's the last of the mock drafts. Now, Kyle, I just want, before you get to the question. Oh my god! I just I, I want to as much as we like shit around during the mock draft. You do a good job doing the mock. Did a great job. Put a lot job, of research so into it. Nice job, Kyle. Make sure you save that so you can you can owe a bunch coward. of shots for all the ones you did wrong. Oh, I'm gonna be fucked up next week. Oh yeah, I know. Especially because oh, all of them are gonna be traded. Yeah, all the bullshits. Oh, so the Bulls make the same trade three times. The Bulls are going <laughs> to trade players that they're going to pick in this draft. <laughs> but years from now, hey, so we'll give you the rights to this guy three years from now, and and we'll let you retire twenty three. We'll put it back into, into circulation. <laughs> make it available again. Does Leangelo Ball get drafted? No, nope. nobody makes the NBA roster. He makes an NBA roster for for summer league at least. I think he will end up on a similar team and then the G League, but he will never make it. Really? Because Chris Smith got a contract with the Knicks because JR wanted him on the team or he wouldn't play. Okay. Lonzo Ball is way different than JR Smith. But LeVar Ball is way similar. LeVar Ball is going to be too busy in Argentina with his son. Nope. Leandro Ball is not even close to his brother. I'm gonna. They're all different players. No. Lonzo Ball would be the only good pro out of all three of them. Fuck no. Yes. Won't be good. He'll be no, he's okay. Whatever. I think Lonzo Ball has the potential to be really good just because he's a rebounder yeah, and passer. But he's a pussy and he needs to stop rapping. And I, Amen. Amen. I don't Amen. like the two brothers. I think Gomelo sucks. He's like what twelve, and you're you're saying I don't, he's, I don't think he's seventeen. Sucks, but he takes too many shots. You. He's not that good. But you know what it is that that kid probably could have been good, but he was he's not given a chance now because his dad blew his head up way too yep. much. It's it just he's going to be his own worst enemy. And I don't think the Lakers want all three of them. I don't think they have a choice. <laughs> Why you don't? The Lakers' balls are just fantastic. That's headlines. That's ESPN headlines. Yeah, but you're gonna risk balls are hanging all, in LA. You're gonna risk taking you know? all three of them instead of getting a a, a superstar. The balls are jacking up shots in LA. Chemistry. You know what? I think they can trade Lonzo. 
If they want to get a winning team again, I think they trade Lonzo. For what? Just go sign Kawhi Leonard. That's not going to get you wins. Do you think they would do that? That's going to get you a guy bitching on the bench that he doesn't like where he is. I think he'd have to be part of it. I think they would trade. I think they would trade Kuzma before they would trade Lonzo. Because the thing is, the Lakers. I mean, the Spurs don't really have a sure point guard. Tell you what, I understand that, but I, but I I think, (laughs) I I think when it comes to like the trades, if they were to try to build the superstar team, you know, everyone thinks it's going to be PG, LeBron, and Kawhi or whatever. I think the only player on the team that's untouchable is Lonzo Ball because there there was so much hype about him coming in. I I just and he didn't have a terrible first year. It wasn't it wasn't the superstar year that everyone thought he was going to have, but he also. One, Kuzma came out of nowhere and outshined him. And he had a lot of hype to live up to and a lot of pressure. And for a young guy, I don't care how talented you are, that's going to get to you. Because at the end of the day, I mean, you're talking about Lonzo Ball. The guy is, what, three years younger than us? We're sitting here jerking our dicks at a fucking podcast, and he's playing professional basketball. And we're In a radio that, show. Ra- Sorry, radio podcast. Um, but the fact of the matter is they, they've invested a lot into this, and I think that he's going to pan out for them. He showed a lot of improvement. That's hilarious, David Ortiz with a freaking falcon on his arm. Um, but I just, I think that, I think he's the untouchable guy. I think they would be willing amazing. to part ways with Kuzma because right now Kuzma's got a huge stock. Well, but well, we don't know that that's how well, it's going to stay. This. If they do get those three guys, mm-hmm. Ingram's not there. Okay, I'm just saying Kuzma's not there. But it also makes, but it also makes sense for Kuzma and Ingram to be the guys to leave and not Lonzo Ball. Because if Lonzo Ball's there, Lonzo Ball's going to do the Ben Simmons type of thing, except he's going to have a shot. Kind of. But it's better than Ben Simmons. He shoots yeah. better than Simmons. Like, light years better than Simmons. It but might the, not the, be but pretty. The thing but... Is those, but Lonzo will be a ball distributor. <laughs> that's what he'll be. Uh, uh, Actually, that was an accidental creator. thing, too. But anyway, that's what he'll be, though. He'll be the guy dishing it out. No, I agree. To, I'm just saying, like, so, I think, but if, the, if the Lakers trade Lonzo, they're not. I think it benefits both parties. I think if Lonzo leaves L.A., his dad kind of... Just leaves them the fuck alone. I disagree. And then, as an organization, you look weak because no, you are literally trading a superstar talent because to his get dad. LeBron, Kawhi, and Paul George. Yeah, that's it's not going to happen, and they're not. Gonna yeah, but, be yeah, the but only one of them needs to be traded for. No, I, I know. I'm just like, you know what I'm trying to get at. But if you're the Spurs, though, if, if we if I offer you the package for you want the Lakers, you want Lonzo, but you if want I, Lonzo for, if you're the Spurs. But if but if okay, but if you're the Spurs and I'm the Lakers, if I offer you Ingram. Kuzma and the first round pick for Kawhi. Would you take that? No, because their pick isn't worth anything. All right, fine. The first round pick and two second round picks. No. Good. We're not negotiating. So with if you I offered that. you ball for we'll Kawhi, straight up, you No, I think it would have to be Kawhi. I mean, it would it would be Lonzo and Ingram. That's too much. I don't think so. I think it is. You're, that's too much for a guy that didn't play last year. But the guy that you know that's a superstar. You know he's a Who's superstar hurt? by himself. Who's hurt? You have no idea what he's going to be like with other superstar players. He won a championship with the team that he had. He didn't win the championship as the superstar. Don't you dare make that argument. No, I'm not saying that. I'm no, saying no, because you made that argument. He won a championship with the, the Popovich Classic Spurs, but as a defensive guy who locked down people. He didn't do it as a guy that went out and scored 27 points a game. Didn't that happened happen. the year after. So you don't know how he's playing. You don't know how he's going to play with superstars. You have no idea. He might he could, average only fifteen points a game because he didn't have to score that much. I think if I think if Kawhi plays with PG and LeBron, I think that he just just eclipses ten points a game. I, I think, think he averages overrated. I think he's Kawhi is overrated. Defender. I do. He's overrated offensively. A hundred percent. I'll take a defense over offense all day. Okay, I'll, I'll take that. him playing on the court saying, for a year when, when instead you, of. 
crying but about when you Juan put him on If you were to put him with superstars, I think he averages 12 points a game. 12 points a game. He didn't need to be a superstar. He didn't need to score if that's the case. He needs to play. But that's, that's just it, though. He will. But to he win, hasn't. he needs superstars. One year, he hasn't. But to win, he needs superstars. More than one year. No, he didn't. He got hurt in the playoffs. Exactly. He played the and whole he's, year. He's dragged that injury out simply because he wants out. No, he didn't play last year. He played a little bit. He barely played last year. He barely year. played. He didn't play. No. But I'm saying. So you just said he got hurt in the playoffs. No, last year. Not this year, but the year before. All I'm saying, but he needs super, he'll, he needs superstars to win. He is not a player that can go out and win by himself. He's not. That's the whole NBA now. No, it's not. Yeah, it is. I don't think so. There are players that can make a big enough difference on their own. But, like, the Spurs have not been the Spurs since Duncan left. And if Kawhi were to stay, if Kawhi were to stay, if Ginobili and Parker were to retire, Kawhi's not taking them to the playoffs. I don't think so. He doesn't have the team around him. Who cares? <laughs> LeBron didn't have the team around him. Dirk didn't have the team around him also when they the beat East the Heat. Big difference in the West. Dirk played in the West. Yeah. Back when the West was way more competitive than the East. Let's talk about that for a second. Everyone likes to shit and moan and bitch about LeBron. Oh, he didn't get it done in the finals. He was the only guy, you know, he didn't have anybody around him. Nobody helped him. It was okay when LeBron was on a super team in Miami and Dirk did it by himself. No one shit on LeBron for losing. I'm not saying that. No, I'm just, but I'm just saying, like Dirk did it. What was that? 2011, 2012. That team was also really different. What team was really different? That Mavericks team. But Dirk was the only star. Yeah, but they had and great they did, role players. But they did it in a they did it in a much more competitive West. The West is not competitive anymore. It is. It isn't. It's just. It's competitive the, during the regular season. It's just the Warriors are just that much better. It, it's competitive during the regular season. The only two teams that matter in the West are the Houston Rockets and the Golden State Warriors. That's it. New Orleans? No. <laughs> yes. And Golden State would have f- fucking lost in seven if Chris Paul was healthy. We uh, should probably take a break. What do you think, Paul? Can you shout that out? Shout out to O.J. Simpson. Today in history, white Bronco. Oh, wow. Not for no good. We'll get that clip up for you guys. <laughs> <laughs> the glove don't fit. <laughs> He didn't do it. I think he knows who did it, but he didn't do it. No way it was a one-man operation. And we will be back. <laughs> Welcome back to Getting Sports with Drunk. I'm your host, Cupcake the Riddler, and I'm joined by <laughs> Dave Sanderson and Assholes. <laughs> We're all still here. Including, We're all still assholes. Including Redwood Donovan. Redwood. Yes. yes. Thank you. Thank you, Kyle. Thank you. Um, so I believe uh, we, we forgot to announce it before, but we have a Riddler's ranking. But first, uh, we're going to go over the second round of the NBA draft. What do you guys think? <laughs> guys, I got to get out of here. Actually, can we just recap the whole MLB draft, oh, pick God. by pick? <laughs> Hope you guys have four days. Kyle's like, hold on, let me open up my notebook to page four. <laughs> MLBdraft.com. Souls, Riddler's ranking? Ooh, NFL RB2s for fantasy. Okay. Uh, so, number one is Tariq Cohen from the Chicago Bears. Number one or number yeah. five? Number one. We're going the other way. I put him as number one because Jordan Howard is still going to be the guy going forward. He's still going to get the majority of the carries, but Nagy's got a very pass-heavy uh, offense. And, you know, for the first few weeks at least, Cohen's going to be the number two. If Howard proves that he can't be the, a hands-back, I think that those roles will switch. We'll see more snaps for Cohen than Howard. But moving forward, Cohen right now, to me, is the number one RB2. Because he's plays an insane amount of special teams. 
He catches all kinds of passes out of. The, I mean, he's him and Alvin Kamara are very similar in the type of player that they are. That's hilarious. Um, number two, um, Legarrette Blunt from the Detroit Lions. <laughs> um, That's a very versatile running back. I agree. A lot and of it, layers to his game. He's gonna have 15 <laughs> touchdowns this year. The thing is, I think he, I think he power back. I think he's gonna have a lot of red zone opportunities. Um, with the uh, the Detroit Lions, it's gonna, you know, hopefully the Lions, for their sake, not for mine, are finally gonna break that uh no hundred yard rushing game uh streak that they've been on for and quite some time. And they're going to a Super Bowl. They're gonna go to the Super Bowl and win it. Yep, against the Patriots. Yep, after shutting out the Giants yeah. forty two to nothing in the NFC Championship yeah. game. I hope not. Odell Beckham Jr. <laughs> season ending double ACL surgery. But, um, no more pond water for him. <laughs> <laughs> no, but um, he's hallucinating. Though. I think they're gonna do. I think they're gonna be a lot better this year with Blunt. I think it's gonna add a lot. And you know, despite the arguments between Jeff and Kendall, I do think he's actually gonna be a premier passing option for that team. Um, I think that he, you know he might he might only average three receptions for twelve yards a game, but I'd be willing to bet that all three of those receptions are for first downs on flat routes and just small little dink and dunks on plays that fall apart. Um, because he is, he's elusive for somebody of his size. So I think he, he love it. A, love it. You like that? You like I that love pick? it. You like that pick Kyle? All right. Uh, number three, and this is going to be a little bit of a, a stretch pick type of deal, but I'm actually going to put Ingram from the saints at three. Um, I know he's going to miss the first few games of the season, which kind of is why he falls into that running back two spot. I think if he had started the whole season, he would have been the RB one still. Uh, Kamara being the the two, but I think either one of them had the whole season. You know, if the season had started with both of them playing, they both would have been RB ones. But because he's going to miss some time, I think that if Kamara can really cement himself as the guy that can be a forty carry sixty okay. snap guy, fantasy owners are definitely going to draft him as an RB two. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah, and so I, that's why I think Ingram because at the end of the, he's still going to get red zone opportunities. He's bigger. It'll be um, a late round pick this year. Yeah, exactly. And if the Saints get into an, uh, an opportunity where they're fir- you know, first and goal on the four-yard line, Ingram's going to be the, the running back that's going to get the first two. Former Heisman winner. That's right. He's going to be the guy that's going to get the first two uh, snaps, though. Kamara's going to be the guy that gets the snap and try to get some sort of bootleg pass option on the third down. Um, number four um, for me is going to be um, Christian McCaffrey. I think he's going to be a two. Um, I don't think he's going to be a stud this year. I think he's going to go very high in a lot of fantasy drafts, but I think if we're looking at it as the course of the season, he's going to be a very productive two because he's going to have games where he's going to put up 80 receiving yards on six receptions with 70 rushing yards, a return touchdown. Like he's, he's going to have games where he's going to put up 30 points. It also depends on the league you're playing in. Right. And I, but I also think he's going to have a lot of point, a lot of games where he's only going to get like eight or 10 points because I don't. I personally just don't think Cam Newton is going to be a consistent quarterback for the rest of his career. And as a running back, you're only as good as, as your quarterback is. Um, and then for me, uh, for number five, is going to be um, Lamar Miller out of Houston. Houston? Still in Houston? Yeah. I don't – I think that he lost a lot of draft momentum. stock and momentum last year. Um, he did not have the year he was supposed to have. And if fantasy football has shown anybody anything, people only care about what you did last year. Look at Kendall taking Eddie Lacy number one overall. Fucking jackass. But I mean, but and but look at like players like Jordan Howard. I mean, last year Jordan Howard was a top ten pick in almost every fantasy league. 
because the year before he fucking went off. Well, yeah, I mean that's all you can really judge off of. It's right. all luck, and Kyle's just really a, a sour person. I'm not really sour. I win. Um, but yeah, but you're sour because I think, you think I, there's a skill. I think he's gonna the re- the reason I think he's gonna be uh, RB two is because I think the first six or seven games. I think he's going to be drafted low, first of all, and then he's going to be that RB2 start, maybe maybe a slot guy type of thing if you have it, flex position. But I think he'll be benched the first few games, and until he can string a couple games together, which I think he will. So you think Dante Foreman takes over for a little while? I do. See, I have one name. Everyone needs a Foreman. I have a name, too, that I think should have been on there. My, my, like, if, if we're talking PPR, Tevin Coleman should be on the list. Just for PPR purposes. But if, it depends it, on what league you're playing. Yeah, if, if, if it's not PPR, then fuck him. Okay. Well, he, fuck him anyway. I um, <laughs> I think Derrick Henry should be on that list. I don't. Derrick Henry's an RB1. Uh, all right, then then I can't disagree with you there. But Derrick, um, Henry, Derrick Henry's going to be an RB1 because he was tearing it up the, the, last, the end of last year. And a lot of people think that Mariota is the way to go for that Titans team. And a lot of people think that the Titans team is on the rise. And Henry is going to be a, a viable option. I think if you're looking, if you were to say 20, 20 RB1s, you know, because, I mean, really how many fantasy leagues have more than 20 teams in them? But one. I say, is there any fantasy league with 20 teams? <laughs> well, I, I, I play in two every year that have 20 teams. Well, wow. But what I'm saying is, so, because we don't do the flex position and it's only two receivers and two running backs. But anyway, so, but even in a 20 team league, I think that Henry is an RB1 all the way. What do you think about Deion Lewis then? Do you think he's a solid RB2? No, I think Deion Lewis is a product of the Patriots system. Yep. I, I disagree. I think he's going to be good at RB2. I don't think so. I think he's going to get a lot of... The o- the honorable mention that I'm going to give is going to be Rex Burkhead because he's still in the Patriots offense. Over James White? Okay. I, I, think, I think James White is, is more borderline RB1, RB2 because he has the potential to have more big games than Burkhead. Burkhead's going to be the kind of guy where... He, Burkhead's going to go out and he's going to get you 12 points consistently because he's going to get you six receptions for 60 yards, but he's not going to run the ball that well. And he's probably not going to get a lot of touchdowns. I just have a question. Um, off your list, is Barkley a one? Saquon Barkley? He's a low tier one. Okay, thank you. He has to be. That's all. I, yeah, he just has also, to. Also, we're discounting one pick. the Patriots. Probably have someone that's fifth on the depth chart that's going to have an amazing game and take over mm-hmm. like every other year. Yep. <laughs> Some random guy no one's heard of. Jonas Gray. No, <laughs> he's back, isn't he? <laughs> he probably played for Jacksonville. <laughs> uh, so yeah, those rankings. One more name I have. Uh, no, good job, So, though. what was the best ice cream parlor? <laughs> Dairy Queen. <laughs> <laughs> I think everybody in the Philadelphia Eagles is an RB2. Yeah, because there's 37 no. running backs. J.J. I, sucks. I think J.J. is an RB1. I do. Yeah. I think J.J. is an RB1 because the reason it is because he's he's got the... Better than Le'Veon Bell. Well, he's just he's got the, the cutting ability. Good thing it's right next to you. He's got the cutting ability to get through the offensive line. And I think that... When he came into Philadelphia last year, they brought him in because they just they needed somebody that could could take forty to fifty snaps a game at the running back position. Should be consistent. That was mocked, mocked for the fucking cap. Actually, I was afraid every show until we get a new cap. Mock taking a shot. Um, give it to give it to Mock. I'm not taking a shot. If you, you don't take a I'll shot, I'll take it for him. Um, but I think a guy now that he's had one off season under his belt <laughs> now and, and a chance to work with Wentz, I think he's I think he's going to be a low. I don't RB1. think a guy sucks. I mean. I, if you're if you're saying the top twenty are RB ones, then I think Ajay is going to be an RB one. I mean, he, right de- he definitely had career games in Miami. Yeah, against Pittsburgh and the other one, the other t- two that he had. Right after, yeah. Yeah, he he definitely had career games. I don't think he's really going to put up those numbers again, but I do think that Jay Ajay is the type of guy that can average 
eight touchdowns and 78 yards a game with maybe two receptions for 12 yards. What do you think, Which, that? honestly, out of a running back, that's very productive. Paul. See, for me, um, I think the biggest thing that's going to hurt Ajayi is that there's so many running backs in Philly. If they, if they keep even half of them, there's still going to be four running backs. But I don't think That's gonna, the only thing I think that – I think Ajayi's talented. I don't think it's going to hurt Ajayi because I think that – He's just going to lose I, carries. Well, I don't think he will because I think the coaching staff there is one of those types of coaching staff that's it's going to be like like a Belichick type of coach where it's like, I don't give a shit how many players we have on the roster at that position. The one that's producing is the one that's going to get the carries. If J.H.I. can come out in the first two weeks and has 32 carries and puts up 189 yards for three touchdowns and gets six receptions for 25 yards, he's getting 30-plus carries until he stops doing that. The other guys will get put in when they run a two-back set or for blocking purposes or whatever. But I think the coaching staff for Philadelphia, now that they've got experience in the playoffs and they've won, they know that they have a team that can contend from week one all the way through week 17, they're going to go with the guy that's going to get the job done. They're not going to do things to see who's hot and who's not. It's always a shithole that you're into because Ajay could be running for 85 yards every single week and getting a touchdown, and that's awesome. And there could be a guy, you, you never know, there could be the guy on the bench that would have probably rushed for 300 yards today. But would you take that chance for 85 yards and a touchdown? It's pretty productive. I'd uh, like to pose a question. Mostly because mm, I... Mm. What? Is it about this? Well, kind of. Because I've got something else we got to do, and I've got another thing we got to do, and I've got to talk to Dave. We're, well, we're well, running out well, of time. Well, right. well, my question was going to be for Dave. Giant season expectations. No, so this isn't about this. Hold on. What do you mean? Because we're not talking about the running backs. We're going to get other things we got to do, and then we're going to go Giants. Okay. We're going Giants after. Because there's also a new segment that had to get introduced, and I don't want to get – it's um, Paul's preposterous podcast possibilities. What? I like it. It, it has nothing to do with getting for drink. That's why it's Paul and not the Riddler. It's Paul's preposterous podcast possibilities. P. We should start a podcast – where we do table reads of season finales of shows that have already had table reads. And there's my preposterous podcast. All right, I'm in. And also, happy Father's Day to one Jeff Martin on his first Father's Day. A special J-Mart engraved bottle. You have to read the engraving. It's awesome. I bought you a Heineken. (laughs) (laughs) You, sir, have been more than (laughs) one-upped. But I'm a good friend. (laughs) (laughs) here you go sir oh Oh, i wish we had facebook live so bad it's eating me alive right now for the viewers at home jeff was just iced (laughs) here's here's a couple nips of johnny walker black for you sir and mr sanderson for you as well yes Yes! 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 Fuck you, Jeff. So hot in this room. (laughs) There it is. That was so good. We've been planning that for weeks. That's all. That's all for the uh, the Red Baron there. He planned that whole thing. (laughs) I love you. Kids got to drive home. Look look at that. That's 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 twenty ounces right there, or whatever. But yeah, twenty-two ounces. Twenty-two. I want to. Couldn't get the end of that car. Yeah, it's nice and warm too. I couldn't have it cold because it would give it away. Yeah. <laughs> I think he's crying a little. This one's for you, Cole. <laughs> if, you, if you want, you can sip the rest of it throughout the show. There we go. <laughs> I wish you just like projectile across the room. 
That was probably perfect. goes well with your Great. Heineken. Happy Father's Day, Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, that's what happens when you fuck with friends. What? What? We I don't know. We just iced him. Give that's me it. it. Give me fight? it. That's We're fighting after this show. We're going to live stream it, too. Cage match. Nice. <laughs> It's all right. Kevin it's Nash is the uh, referee. <laughs> well, sports. You guys will all be a dick height. You have to have two two parties or teams competing. So it's not really a sport because it won't be a I got fucking mock. competition. I got mock. You got Pat. You need to get your ass beat. Got you call for backup? All right. So so it's Kyle, Mock, and Pat versus <laughs> you, me, and Dave. And if you hit Dave, you're a dick because he's injured. I was going to let Kyle do it. Sure. I'll do it. I'll do it. Right. I have a backup to cover for me. Kevin Nash is coming oh, in. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm telling him he sucks, too. Oh, Kevin Nash. He's got Kathy coming in. She's going to whoop your ass. Yeah, she'll, she'll fuck all of you up. <laughs> Yerp. <laughs> yep. All right. Yarp. Giant right. season expectations. I'd like to, to send it over to Mr. Dave over there. Mr. Dave? God. Mr. Dave. You just got me a pint of this, too. <laughs> <laughs> just a normal one. Well, for weight purposes, I couldn't put the 12 ounce in the box. All right. My my expectations is that, uh, in all honesty, everybody here that knows me, you know, I live and breathe the Giants, and uh, I'm not saying Super Bowl, but I expect a very good season out of them. I think they've made a lot of good uh, moves. Number one, getting rid of Wackadoo, getting rid of Reese, <laughs> uh, with the additions of Saquon and, you know, some of the other guys and some keeping some key players, getting rid of some that weren't pulling their weight, so to speak. I think I, I see playoffs, possibly. I I think so, also. I mean, the Giants, they, they beefed up the offensive line, which they needed. We may finally have a running game, which will only open up Odell and the rest of the passing game more, give Eli at least more than, you know, 0.3 seconds to throw the ball. Mm-hmm. Um, and Odell's showing signs of maturity. Which yes. Is, yeah. A very, Which very, is big. very good thing for Giants. I don't know. He pushed down a kid. Yeah, well, the kid deserved it. Yeah, I mean, you don't <laughs> well, know. Well, hold on. <laughs> but um, we're too light on these kids. You know, the defense last year definitely underplayed. They they didn't live up to what they should have been. They did it on purpose. They they didn't want to play for McAdoo. The they defense still has. They have a lot of defensive talent, and I I think this season's gonna be a big bounce back. Um. I don't. I don't think they win the division. I think the Eagles still win the division, but I think they definitely earn a wild card spot. See, I think you're wrong. Round the horn. Giants record this season. Don't be a don't be a Patriots dick. <laughs> be honest, Pat. I just spit all over my shirt. Seven and nine. All right. I so said, don't be a Patriots dick. <laughs> Twelve and four. I tell you what. I was ready to argue with Kyle, but I say eleven and five. Ten and six. Oh, hold on. Wait, 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 wait. And you have Sorry, Rita. Rebecca, wake up. And Rita is live. I was also going to say 11 and 5. Oh, now you copied him. Putting you down. 10 and 6. I got to agree with the 10 and 6. We're pretty, pretty, except for Pat, the outlier. Over Paul, there. can we know you? So no, I, see, I see him pulling in the wild card, <laughs> but we all know what happens when the Giants get the wild card spot. We beat the Patriots in the Super Bowl. Quiet down over there. <laughs> Not once. Twice. <laughs> I would love if they could be the team to repi- retire Brady. I would love if Matt so Ryan So, I have a prediction. <laughs> it's going to get three people at this table very hard and then immediately soft. <laughs> wow. 
I think the Giants go 14-2 and two and lose in the first round of the playoffs. Ouch. Well, second. Second round, sorry. Technically second round. They'll get the bye. I think the, I think the Giants will go... They'll think they're going to start the season off at 2-2. Two and two, And then I think they're going to win out the last 12 games of the season. And okay. then I think the bye week is going to screw with them. Can I ask a rebuttal question? How do they lose the game? Like, is it a bad playoff loss or, like, they lose by a field goal at the end? Oh, that's a bad playoff loss. Yeah. That would piss but me I'd off. rather get blown out by 21 points no. than, than have the team kick a game-winning field goal with time expiring. Just ask a 42-45 to 45 victory for the Jags, all right? <laughs> well, hey, you kids are young. My day, it was the Sarchek fumble when all he had to do was kneel down. Yep. All right, fine. We'll make it as painful as possible. We're talking like 49ers beating the Giants victory. Oh, God. Garoppolo. That's, that's, that's not <laughs> as painful as possible. Huh? I thought you were going to go somewhere else with that. What are you, th- what are you talking? Like a walk-off. Mm. <laughs> like the only walk-off in Ever. history. Well, no, I was, think- I was thinking about just all kinds of just. Uh, I hope the Niners are good this year. No, I think I, you know so. What? I think I think Why? I think what happens is <laughs> make him mad. Oh. I think the Giants come out. I think they play Garoppolo. in the, the first, uh, second round of the playoffs. Technically, um, the divisional round. Yeah, I think that the the defense plays uh, up to standard. Um, I think they allow maybe like 21, 28 points, like which in today's NFL is a good defensive day as long as you're not getting blown out by big plays. Yeah. Um, I just think the offense starts it just misses cues. I think that the bye week really fucks with them. I think they go on a real hot streak to end the season. I'm, and I, I mean a big one. I think like I'm talking eight to ten games. I can see it. And then I just think the bye week, the bye week fucks with them, especially with like Barkley, somebody who's not used to that, that kind of thing where you know you, you get this all this rest time and stuff. I just could see it screwing with a team like that of a uh, inexperienced, immature team as a whole. And I'm not saying immature as in like hitting kicking nets and stuff. I'm just saying immature as in like. NFL yeah, caliber. Yeah, you guys are losing a Tampa Bay, all right? Although, I tell you. That's not happening. Here's here's, here's my answer. Are Maybe we two. If that happens, Josh Freeman if that happens, Giants go 14 to it. lose Asshole. their first playoff. They win the Super Bowl ice. next year. That's your prediction? If, if what you said happens, the following year they win the Super Bowl. Without Eli. Ooh. Eli will still be there. With Colin Kaepernick. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> if that day comes. Colin Kaepernick. And it's Mike Vick a big back fire up. sale at my house. <laughs> <laughs> they ever put that puss head in. <laughs> so now let's talk to a team that I can't stand, but Kendall loves them. Love them. Pat, what are your expectations for the New England Patriots? <laughs> I'm thinking. I'm thinking. Make a, it to the a, Super Bowl. A regular, <laughs> a regular season of twelve and four. Wow. What a shitty season. <laughs> <laughs> That's what two, I'm expecting. Two losses to Miami. Wow. The Brock Osweiler, the bring usual, the yeah. <laughs> no, they only lose to Miami in Miami. No, no, no. New England, they get suspended, and then they go to Miami. <laughs> Edelman's got a four-game suspension, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. Who fucking cares? They're going to win 15 games. <laughs> Paul. Paul. Oh, we had this thing. I have this thing, right? I follow this page called Dunk on Instagram, and this guy posted a thing yesterday. He said, uh, comment your most unpopular sports opinion. I got a lot of heat for mine, but I, I was a real big fan of it. <laughs> I don't really think it, but I just thought it would be hilarious. Tom Brady goes down week six, replaced by Jay Cutler, takes him to the Super Bowl. <laughs> Jay <laughs> Cutler. Yeah. If Jay Cutler takes him to the Super Bowl, I'm buying a fucking carton of Newports. <laughs> Retirement part two. A carton of Newports, and I'm smoking them all in the same day. Oh, my God. Wow. Pack at a time. 12 and 4? 12 and 4 would be nice. 15 and 1. 13 and 3. 13 and 3. Do you want? 12. 12. 12. 12. 12. They went to Pittsburgh in Pittsburgh week 15. Pittsburgh sucks. No! Yeah. 
Just well, there. they suck, but no, they don't lose. <laughs> 18 and 1. Oh, they went to the Super Bowl. <laughs> to who? Who else? <laughs> <laughs> the <Yes>. Redskins. <laughs> <laughs> the Redskins. So... Oh, come on. They have the potential. <laughs> That's two shots. They have the potential. They do. Really? How? The Redskins? They're the same team in Kansas City, but in Washington. They have a very good tight end. They have a good receiving back. Hold on. They have a good tight end that's hurt every 45 <laughs> seconds. He's going to be healthy this year. On what grounds? Because he's, he's never been healthy he's ever. Uh, the Gillette Stadium grounds. <laughs> he's Thank never you. been healthy. God, why don't you just swig that? He Nine and seven. Ooh, oh, yes. Ooh, Paul. Fuck you, Pat. Paul. 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 <laughs> Uh, still the win the division. <laughs> show its effects. <laughs> oh my god! Uh, Did you just throw up? Was that throw up? Well, pipe. Oh my god! Up. I just saw it spew out of his mouth. Oh my! It looks Those greener. are my shorts. Shot. That looks right, greener man. coming out than it did going in. Uh, and the pipe. worst part is, is you threw up, so you have to take a shot for that. I didn't throw up. I wrong pipe. Okay, so you got to replace the shot. Give me like just... four seconds. What the hell just happened? Oh my god! That was the funny. Did you see first I, ever? I, I, I can't believe <laughs> it. You can't go to the videotape. Who saw it? No. Who saw it? Who saw oh! it? I saw it. Of <laughs> all the days for Facebook Live not to be working, I'm just gonna go. <laughs> I'm never coming back. You're <laughs> we had spewage. Nine and seven. Nine and seven. Wow. Uh, nine and seven make the wild card round. Who wins the division? <laughs> they would have to win the division. No, they won't win the division. They make the wild card. Nine and seven. Who wins? Who wins? Oh, the oh Buffalo. Ooh, Bills. Nathan Ooh. Peterman. Five pick Nate. Mm-mm. Who's their quarterback? Anybody else? <laughs> Is that where McCarron ended up? So yeah. I just got a question real quick. Did the spewage go back into the bottle? No, no, no. I can't. <laughs> on his shirt. He saw that. Is it went no. through a recycled wow. private What a, what a call oh, yeah. by Jamar. I can't really hear as well, but like my, I am so much less hot without the oh, yeah. yeah. Um. So, I don't like how we're doing team hats versus team not hats. <laughs> Ever seen when a fire hydrant kind of, they open it up to, you know, to wash the streets, whatever they're doing? So, That's what Souls did. So, Mr. Dave Sanderson. You uh, you said lifelong Giants fan, bleed yeah. blue. Yeah. Uh, way more than Mock does. Guy's a fake fan. Um, so <laughs> see, he's not even fighting it. Um, so uh, you're wrong. I'm sure, being so close in proximity to uh, where the Giants play, you've got some interesting training camp stories. I've heard you've you've uh, seen some things. Oh, over the years, yeah. When they used to uh, practice up in Albany. You ever hold yeah. the camera while LT was plowing a white girl? <laughs> no, I. Helped was, well, I helped him. <laughs> <laughs> he held the camera. <laughs> he made LT hold that shit. Said, but, hold, hold this, bitch. <laughs> You're not even the real LT. Uh, yeah. No, there was some good times up there. Just, it's funny how my, the thing that pissed me off the most up at Giants camp was, you know, I'm, I'm like a little kid when it comes to stuff like that, trying to get an autograph from this one, an autograph. Not to sell, because I've got them all at my house and what have you, but the guy doing what y'all are doing today, the drunkard quarterback that they used to have. Jared Lorenzen? Kerry? Uh, Kerry oh, Collins. Kerry Collins. Close uh, three three times I asked the guy for an autograph, and now i got to give him props because I didn't realize this was his thing. And uh, then I finally found out after calling him a few choice names and this and that, I finally found out that he only signed for kids because there are a lot of people that go to 
no matter what team it is, their training camp to get autographs to sell to make yeah. a profit. Mm -hmm. Which I, you know, once I found that out, I understood it. And then you had all these prima donnas back there that wouldn't sign for anybody. They would just walk straight to the building. And then the other guys, Jason Seahorn, a prime example. Jason Seahorn. Big Seahorn fan. Stood there. You could see the other players getting in their escalades and all of this and leaving, going back to the dorms. And Seahorn still in his full gear, standing there taking pictures with everybody, talking with people. And, you know, that means more to me that the, the player would take time to say, hey, how you doing, so to speak. See, um, I, I had a very similar experience at training camp, except uh, it was Tiki Barber. Okay. Tiki Barber stayed, signed everything imaginable. And um, we actually we ended up talking to one of, like, the assistants. And we said this because, like, I wanted to see Strahan. He ran right by mm -hmm. Shockey at the time, mm -hmm. and they told us that um, each superstar per se has a day, and they they're elected to stay and sign for an hour, two hours, whatever. But um, it was really cool. I mean, Tiki stood there probably three hours and signed everything. It was the year after that season when he just started talking a lot of shit about everybody, <laughs> but it was really cool. I mean, he he signed our football. Uh, I think we took a picture with him. He signed your balls. Yeah. yeah, that day. Funny story. We saw Jabru Wilson getting into his car. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> Little Jabru. Little Jabru Will. Went up to him. His girlfriend was not happy about it, but yeah. he signed our football as well. Yeah, but how many Giants have you taken photos with in a McDonald's in Connecticut? Ooh, none. I know. Kendall? Ooh. I got a one of those. Yeah. yeah. Thanks for inviting us. That was cool. Didn't Thank know he was going to come to McDonald's. The catch. You why, knew David why, Tyree was going to be Why would he? The catch. I mean, it's like if I were to open up a like if I franchise a Taco Bell, like you know what? I need a big, I need a big draw. I need David Tyree. How about let's see Snacks Harrison? <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> but it, 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 it the Giants training camp was a great time, and the best part about everything was free. Yeah, you didn't have to pay to get in. You you could sit watch the practices. It, it was really cool. I enjoyed it. I don't know how it is down in the Jersey where they do it now. I haven't been. Uh, my son Jacob has been. But uh, up in Albany, it was like you it was said, awesome. it was, the only thing you paid for is if you bought some kind of souvenir yeah. or a, a drink so or some food. <laughs> Everything else was just find a spot and watch and enjoy, you know. I remember meeting uh, David Deal. That guy was a monster. He was huge. He actually, didn't he marry Coughlin's daughter? Coughlin's daughter, yeah. Uh, it, w it wasn't Deal. It was... Uh, Are you sure? O'Hara. Or O'Hara. Sean, Sean O'Hara? Yeah. Yeah. One like of to, them, yeah. I'd like to pose a question to the the whole panel, but more geared towards the, the Giants fans at the table. Now, I want you to seriously listen to the, the preface of this, okay? We're not counting the situation in which it happened. We're not talking about the drive. We're talking about the end result. We're talking simply about the catch. Which catch is better? David Tyree's catch or... Are you going Manningham? Manningham's catch. You know, it, it's funny you pose this question because I had this conversation yesterday with Kyle's cousin Chris. Um, to me, the Too Manningham catch, <laughs> the man, the Manningham catch is the better football play. It's the better catch. The helmet catch was as miraculous as it was. It was a lucky play. He all. happened to go. <laughs> he happened to go up, catch the ball on his helmet, and and he was able to hold on to it. The, so. The Manningham catch to me was the better catch. I, I want to hear what Dave says before I chime in. With the Manningham, did you, you know the Manningham catch on the sidelines, right? That that was a far better catch. 
See, just I, because of what was going on, in my opinion, anyhow, just what was going on, have, you know, being that close to the sidelines, being able to, the, the ability to get your feet down yeah. and control everything. I'm glad you guys said that, because I was ready to fight. <laughs> but, no, it's just, whether you talk about the catch or the play, I mean, what, what do you think, Kyle? Do you think the Manningham one? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> I agree. Kendall? Yeah, it's all no one it. cares what you think. You're a Patriots fan. Love the uh, Patriots. Pat the, the, Pat, Pat the Pat, actual. Pat. <laughs> so you pass like on a pretend catch. Patriots fan like <laughs> I you. I did. But that, like the helmet the catch helmet was just impressive. it was just the miraculous. Catch was miraculous and luck almost the entire way around. Yeah, yeah. And the reason that's that's the reason the Manningham catch to me is so much better. Yes, he caught the ball wonderfully on the sideline, toe tapped in and double coverage. But that was actually a perfectly placed clutch. ball by by Manning. Yeah, sure. the one that he threw to Tyree. Honestly, the, the the only thing that's more miraculous than him catching the ball on his helmet wasn't that he didn't get sacked. It was that it didn't get picked off. Yeah. Because he just threw that. That was a hail that Mary. Was, if, if they were ever to highlight Eli Manning's career in one play, it's that. It's, I'm going to throw this duck ball in between the hashes dead center and just hope. You know, it's funny. I, not and too it long out. ago. Yeah. Or during last season, because it was like the 10th anniversary or whatever of that, that game. Ugh. They put out... <laughs> They put out like um, a video where they were interviewing players from the game. Like they interviewed Patriots players, yes. Giants players, and Eli said he's like, I I came out of that scrum where they were pulling him down. He's like, I came out, saw Giants jersey and threw it. He's like, I knew he wasn't open. I threw it. What else? Was-? He's like, I threw it up and he made a play, and that's all it was. I mean, that ball just as easily could have been picked off. You know who's covering that play? <laughs> Who was it, Kendall? Rodney Harrison. <laughs> And I hate him. It's the same. It's the same thing. That's if you what look, I have to say about that. Me too. If you look at like, uh, I mean, I don't, I don't want to irk Jeff, but like the walk off with Stefan Diggs, that that play could have just as easily gone the other way. That's like a juggling shot. It wasn't though. Like, it, I said it. I work with a guy who's a Vikings fan, and he, oh. he talked a lot of garbage after that game, saying, you know, they're gonna win. And I said, listen, yeah, they sucked. I said, it's Sorry. it's never good when your team bullshit. needs that miracle play to win. It's nice when it happens, but you can't rely on that because it doesn't happen every game. Well, that whole that whole that's why I hate mm-hmm. the miracle thing. Like any Vikings fan that tells you that that was like a miraculous play, or whatever, it wasn't. Because here's the deal: that ball was was, was, a ter- was a terribly thrown ball. Case Keenum was running backwards. <laughs> well, it's not even that. It's just that in that play situation, you don't ever you don't throw the ball up high because if, if he if the defensive back who was the defensive back for the Saints that Marcus Williams. So if Williams. Williams well, played the one that ta- tried to tackle. Who was covering Diggs? Marcus Williams. Oh. He Williams, was playing back. Williams played the played the play perfectly. As a head coach, if I were to walk out of that game, I would not be upset with Williams in the slightest. Because in that situation, the quarterback needs to throw the ball for Diggs to get it and get out of bounds. They had no timeouts. If Diggs is tackled in bounds, the game's over right yeah. there. They needed the touchdown to win. He threw the ball very poorly, which forced Diggs to go up, and Williams played the the defensive position to tackle him in bounds but the ball was just high enough where he couldn't get the grip on him he jumped up and he only could get his leg he could he could just, grab just tackled his legs the other defender that could have stopped him but because the ball was so poorly thrown that's what happened <laughs> it was just one of those like at least you guys weren't undefeated but at that point that's yeah. what i mean like when when you need that miracle play to win, it's it's awesome in the moment when it happens. That's okay. Remember remember when like everybody at this table saw their NFL team win a Super Bowl in their lifetime? <laughs> yep. You might. <laughs> I might. <laughs> That's right. Huh? I got a question. I definitely saw the most exciting play 
in our generation's history of Super Bowls. Devin Hester? 100% the most exciting one <laughs> that's ever happened in the Super Bowl. For our lifetime, anyway. Not Dave's. Dave's, Dave's been around for a few more Super Bowls than we have. Oh, yeah. Like three. You were born in what, like 88? <laughs> uh, 1888. <laughs> <laughs> you know. No, a question I have. What do you got? All, all you guys root for different football teams, but I want to know an honest opinion of what you guys thought of the Odell Beckham catch in the Cowboys game that time. And you're not going to hurt my feelings in any way, shape, or form. I just—it was remarkable. I just I mean, thought it was a spectacular. Catch. It, it was, See, even, even me, though we lost the game. Even me as a the, the catch was spectacular, but it was what four years ago. Like Hopkins, he, he's still first. making T-shirts with him doing it. I mean, hey, we see guys. So is Kevin Nash. Oh, God. <laughs> you know what I like to think of it as? I like to you look at um Jordan. His his whole trademark yeah. was that one dunk. It's, mm-hmm. a, it's the thing. It's just it's a brand now. Oh, it's sure. the catch. Absolutely. It's it's just a freak athletic 100%. play. And I mean, as a Patriots fan, watching that catch was ridiculous. But then the next day, they show him during warm-ups catching balls one-handed. Yeah, like yeah. It's, it's just like, it's like that crazy that normal it's for routine yeah. for him. Right. He just happened, happened to, to, happen happen to do it at the right time. It's like catching the ball behind your back. But to be yeah. around the softball. basically raped by the defender yep. at the same time. Mm-hmm. It, it was, it was incredible. It, it was, was incredible. But... DeAndre Hopkins did it first. Yeah, but no one gives a shit. But you know, ah! you know why it's different? Because he did it at midfield. And also, that's yeah. the only reason why Personally, he's a better receiver. Hold on. I will have this talk all day. Better You're, receiver. Why is Hopkins better than Odell? He hasn't had, clearly, the quarterback talent, and he's put up So then numbers. by that argument, he's better than Brown. Ah, no. You Brown, no. By that argument, he's better than Brown. 100% no. he's right on that. Okay. Brown's a better route runner than both of those guys. Kyle, don't blow a Prove gasket. Me wrong. Don't blow a gasket. <laughs> Prove me wrong. Don't blow a You're gasket. You're saying he's a better receiver without no. the quarterback talent. I'm saying that Beckham is good for one. Oh man, he's one a position. Well, one, one route. That's not true. Yes, it is. No, it's he not. Made, he made a few hail mary catches. Yes, he's good for the slant route. Hopkins does everything. Brown's good for the slant route. Brown's good for other routes too. So is Beckham. Kyle, they're the same receiver. You gotta understand one thing: Eli Manning doesn't have time to throw a ball. Where you put any quarterback, neither do any of the Texans' quarterbacks. You put Eli Manning, put Eli Manning with the Patriots' offensive line, and tell me how bad Eli would suck then. The Texans' quarterbacks were atrocious. By that argument, by that argument, you're telling me Hopkins is the best receiver in the game. Six games, six great games. By what you just said, you're telling me Hopkins is the best receiver in the league. He, He easily can be. So nah. he's better than Brown. Not yet, but he can be. That then that goes against what you said. No, because he's better than Beckham. He's proved more than Beckham. Has. Brown and Beckham are the same receiver. No, guys, that's not. They're guys, the same receiver. Guys, that's not guys. true. Josh Cribs. <laughs> <laughs> they're the same receiver. Big bad Josh. Right, that private stock is open for you. <laughs> well, I mean, you're taking it too. Then if you just said DeAndre's the best receiver, why why can't you say he's the best receiver? He's not. Why? Because Brown is. Okay. Which I agree with. Oh, so you're fucking... <laughs> here you go. Then you take it too. I, I didn't take mine yet. I didn't take mine yet. No. Paul, do you want to hear the argument? Uh, it's terrible. I have a feeling it's it's DeAndre Hopkins show. is the best receiver in the NFL. Kyle told us that DeAndre Hopkins is better than Odell because he hasn't had a good quarterback. So I told him that Hop- that makes Hopkins better besides, than Brown. Besides Watson, who played six games. Then that makes Hopkins better than everybody, Kyle. Odell is not the best receiver in the game. I'm sorry. I didn't I'm, say I didn't say that he yeah, was. No, I never said that either. You you always say it. You always say it. Don't say that you didn't. I think he's more talented than Brown. How? 
What do you mean? Tell me. To give I me. think I think he has better hands. Wrong. Where do you ever see Brown drop a catch? Tell me that. I, I can't name a specific. I, I can name four. I'm just saying, Michael Thomas is going to be light years better than both of them. Oh, right, you can take a shot. Um, really? Because he's on pace. But he's not going to be. When Brees retires, really? Thomas he's is on over. pace. When Brees, ah, he's on pace. I disagree. I think I think that I'm going to have to hate Jeff more than anybody else in this room. In the we next, talked about this the other day, also. I think Drew Brees retires after this year, regardless of what happens, because I don't think the Saints offer him the contract, and then I think that they get Aaron Rodgers in free agency. Nope. And then I shoot Jeff in the head with a 12 gauge <laughs> because I won't. I won't. If they win a Super Bowl with Aaron Rodgers, I, I won't support it, and I'll have to kill him. <laughs> My opinion, I can name just one I'm gonna game. I'm going to kill him, and then I'm going to raise Cole to be, to, to be to anything but an NFC South fan. <laughs> okay. I, I'm I'm sorry I can't go back and name specific games where Brown Brown doesn't drop, drop the ball. So he's never dropped a pass. Never. I'm sure he has, but not like Beckham has. Beckham was primed against Josh Norman against the Carolina Panthers. Beckham... Oh, for, so against for a great Beck- defender? For me, Beckham's thing is... He was wide Beckham's open. Beckham's got the size. 40 yards. 40 yards away from Norman, and he completely just dropped it. Beckham's got the okay. size. Julio Jones not- has done that. Is, okay, is but Julio's not in the discussion for the top... top Julio Jones is not in the top discussion for best receiver in the league? I don't think he is. No. Julio Jones is a Since one-trick Since when, corner. Kyle? He's Since a, when he's, is Jones not in that conversation? He's not better than Brown. He's not better than Hopkins. I'm sorry. I think Julio. I think I. I don't. I agree with him. I think Julio Jones is the fifth best receiver in the league. He's a one trick. I don't think if you if anybody it asked proved me, it last if year. Anybody came up to me and said, "Is Julio Jones the best receiver in the league?" I would say no, and I. I don't think he's in discussion. I don't. I think he's the fifth <laughs> best receiver in the NFL right now. Behind who? I think that it goes uh, Brown, Beckham. I do think it goes Beckham only because Hopkins hasn't proved that. I get the the good quarterback thing, but when he gets a good quarterback, if he can prove it, he can prove it. And that I honestly think T.Y. Hilton's better than than Julio Jones. I really do. Because T.Y. Hilton, T.Y. Hilton is the type of receiver, unlike Brown, Beckham, and Hopkins, where he runs a 17-yard post route or a 22-yard in route. Like he runs some sort of deep route that's meant to get the ball. He gets it, and he makes someone miss, and he turns it upfield and gets more out of it. Brown, his size keeps him from being the type of guy that's going to make the miraculous catch and then turn it into yards after catch. Because if he has to jump really high to get it, he's pretty much going to be immobilized because he doesn't have that height. And then you have like people, someone like Beckham, who when he runs the deep route, like he's kind of like he's that Brandon Marshall type receiver where it's you throw the ball up in the air and he goes and gets it. Wherever you know you throw it within a six foot proximity of his body and he's going to get it because he has a ridiculous wingspan. But much like Brown, unless that ball's hitting him in the chest or in stride, he's got to do something out of the ordinary to get it, which completely immobilizes him and. I personally don't think Brown or uh, Beckham is anything miraculous in terms of footwork. I don't think he's really that great in making people miss, um, unless he's on the slant route. If he's running at full speed and catches it on the slant, it's different because he's fast. But if he's got a, if he makes a dead stop catch thirty yards on the field, he's not making three defenders miss to take it to the house. I personally don't think he's going to do that. Time and again, Ty Hilton's that type of guy. For me, Ty Hilton, he's been plagued by not having Andrew Luck healthy. But when Andrew Luck is healthy. He, for me, he's just he's a LaShawn McCoy that can catch the football. He catches the ball in the open field, and he makes you miss with insane moves and speed. And I think he's really slept on because Andrew Luck has been so unhealthy. Another guy that should be considered in that top five is um, Golden Tate. Golden Tate makes people miss left and right all the time. Yeah. He's an amazing receiver. It's just he's not the guy that goes out and gets you 65-yard touchdowns like Brown and Beckham and all of them do. That's not what he does. He's the guy that kills you with nine receptions, for 87 yards and two touchdowns. 
I tell you too, and and I've said this to you before, Kyle. Again, you know I love Antonio Brown. I do. Hold on, don't talk yet. And you, my biggest argument, I have two. Beckham does more with less. He always has less receptions than Brown, and puts up just ab- about the same that or fucking more. Slant hold on, but so why is how he much? Penalized for the how? But hold yeah, on, really hold on. You're going to penalize him for the the slant. How much does Brown benefit from Le'Veon Bell? When have the Giants had a running game? Never. Okay. I so get now, that. The, so the, you're saying if Bell takes 30 carries a game, right? Yeah. And Ben only has to throw the ball 25 game, 25 a game. But he doesn't. He throws the ball 45 times a game. Every okay. game he has at least 40 pass attempts. Then how is Bell getting 30, 30 carries a game? They still do, Kyle. <laughs> That's how they run. They're okay. a fast-paced offense. Okay. Now you're telling me you rather have you're saying Beckham's better than Brown. I'm not. I'm saying they're You've the same receiver. No, said he that. said he's doing less. I'm he, saying he's, he's doing that. more with sorry, less. More, <laughs> more with less. less. He puts up almost the same Fuck numbers off, with man. thirty to forty less receptions. Still got some left. Okay. Maybe. I give Brown the knock over Beckham because Brown wasn't. He wasn't put into the situation like Beckham was. Like Beckham was put right in and he was forced to be the number one. Yeah. Brown worked for it and he, he honed his game. Which for me goes Michael along with Thomas. Way. Remember the name? No, no like Michael Thomas. Like that type of like I'm saying, like you hone the game, like you make it yours. You work hard to try to. Because when Brown came in, Brown very easily could have been a, a fourth string option that was scrapped well, yeah, for he, the practice. He came squad. in, he was a sixth round pick. So well, not yeah, even the sixth round pick though, because when he came in, they had Ward, they had Mike Wallace, Mike Wallace, and Sanders. He could have very, he could have easily been Absolutely. a practice squad scrub, <laughs> if not cut. But he worked hard. And Dude, for Staley. my thing is like Staley. Beckham is not oversized by any means. Nope. But Brown is undersized. Yeah. And Brown does in my opinion, Brown does a lot even when if you were to watch an entire Steelers game versus an entire Giants game, Beckham it always looks like Beckham's doing a lot and he is. I'm not taking that away from him, but he's going above and beyond to catch the football. Like if it's within six feet of him, he's making some miraculous flexibility move to get the ball. But if Eli throws the ball 10 yards deeper than where he is, you don't really always see Beckham hustle to go get that ball. Brown does that. That Brown takes the extra step to do it. Brown, like I've seen Beckham let off of catches for hits. Whereas Brown, I've seen Brown take a catch two yards in front of where he is in full stride with Fontes Perfect coming in at full speed. To me, that's something that's that's completely irreplaceable because those are the plays, oftentimes those are the ones that end up deciding games. That first down that he got when Vontaze Perfect lit him up, which ended up causing that retaliation from Juju, that was a first down play that ended up keeping that drive alive, and they ended up scoring a touchdown on that play, and things like that. So Fuck that's Vontaze for me. Perfect. That's what puts Brown Agreed. over. Amen. <laughs> we could all agree on that part. <laughs> yes, no, for me, for me, Kyle, this, this season could potentially. I'm a big fan of the dirty NFL put, player. It can almost put the Brown Beckham thing to rest because. The Giants can potentially have a very similar offense to the Steelers, where we can both have strong run games with strong, you know, could be the first, second running back, uh, sorry, wide receivers. Th- this season could put it, maybe not to rest, but at least more in perspective. Let me just say I'd this. Like to, well, oh, I'm I'm sorry. Sorry. I'd like to chime in. You, you know I love Brown. This isn't something that I normally do, yes, but I'd, I'd like to chime off. in with, with an argument <laughs> that supports Kyle. Versus bashes. Ooh. I wouldn't do that. I love you. Hey, guys, it's 1 o'clock. We should get out of here. Well, here's the thing, though, and I completely agree with you. Beckham does – you have the argument Beckham does more with less. But this is going to – I'll take the shot for this. It's going to sound stupid. But Brown does more with more. 
and people kind of overlook that because oh, God, you're right, Kevin Durant. <laughs> because Beckham, he comes out, he doesn't have a running game, and he goes out and he gets you know less receptions but equally around the same yard. Also gets targeted maybe, fifty-five times. Maybe, oh, so does Brown. Don't even give me that. But he's open. Don't even give me that argument. That argument's not happening. They both get targeted equally. They go out. And yes, he he gets less receptions, but he gets the same amount of yardage. But at the same time, Brown is always competing with other receivers for the ball. I understand Brown's getting the same amount of targets. That's fair. Ben's throwing the ball 40 times a game because he's got four people that he can go to 10 times a game. Eli does not have four people he can go to 10 times a game. Last year was the first time ever that he was looking like he was going to have two solid options or four solid options. Two of them got hurt. For the end of the season, and the, and then Beckham got hurt and and just didn't come back. No, that's, the, the that, season that's was a, a fair, watch. That's sure. a fair. Uh, and so exactly. that's why I say like he does more with more. I mean, yes, he's targeted the same amount of times as Beckham, but you look at Ben throwing the ball forty times a game. It's because Juju Smith can get eight receptions. Jesse James can get receptions when Heath Miller was playing. Same. He can get receptions. It's also got time to throw the ball too. But that's what I mean. This, this season can almost. I don't want to say put it to rest, but put it into a better perspective because we have a great tight end. I think Shepard's just as good as Schuster. Like, I think they're even. Not even close. Oh, why, Kyle? What? Schuster had one good year. Shepard's a, a bona fide number two receiver. That's ignorant. It's not. That, that you being a Steelers homer, and it is. No, it's not. Yes, it is. There's a big difference between knowing no, that I'm, you're still in Shepard and you should be a slot We're going to cut him off, Kendall. <laughs> no. No, Give me no, no. a reason why you think Sterling Shepard's better than Jesus I'm asking Smith. another Steelers opinion, all right? You don't need to be hostile, ass. All right, so here's what we're going to say. <laughs> and I, I do think Juju is better, but we've only had a sample size. We've only had a sample size. Uh, I think Big that, sample size. Well, <laughs> what are you, you going to do when you he's the next Martavis Bryant Kendall, and he falls right? off not, dramatically? Not. Not even. Why? Well, why? This, this argument's Kyle. moot because it's the same. I mean, I, I, hear I personally think Mach should take a shot. A Steeler and a Giants fan that aren't as passionate as you. It's the same argument, though, that... You're having an argument about neither of them is better than either of them because each each of them had a productive rookie year and haven't done anything since. Shepard got hurt. Good last year, but he came back and was good. He was okay. I think he was he was average for the receiver. But but he's not a number one. He had to be the number one last year. But Smith's not a number one. I'm I'm not saying he is. But But we're talking about last year. They both both had immaculate rookie years, and then and we haven't seen Smith's second year, and and Shepard was played by injury. I don't think you can compare the two at all. It doesn't. It it just it means nothing to me. This comparison. It's it's like comparing. It's like going out there and saying, "Oh, who, who's who's better, Ben Simmons? Like who's better, Ben Simmons or um, Mitchell?" Like, how can you really tell? What, what what's your basis to go off of? Poor playoff. Because Shepard had a great had a great rookie year and then played pretty decent decently for an injury riddled year, or because Smith Schuster had a outstanding more probably one of the best rookie receiving years we've seen in a long time what's your basis to go off of there isn't one it's a dumb argument well i wasn't saying shepherd was i was saying they're they're even i wasn't saying one was better than the other all right we gotta cut yeah we gotta go <laughs> both teams suck this is gonna be a fun car ride back <laughs> i drove alone <laughs> i just got iced time to go pick up my boy <laughs> Beer reviews real quick. What? Redwood. Pat, how was your beer? Beer review. Beer was fantastic. You got to name the beer where it's two. from and you got to describe uh, the it. The Double Coffee Stout from Thimble Island. Uh, it was in smooth. Brantford. Yes, it Our was friends. in Brantford. It was fantastic. Mm-hmm. I thoroughly enjoyed it. 
God, how was that winter ale? It was actually really good. I almost had a birthday. I'm a big fan of Goose Island. Goose Island. Big, yeah, whatever. Big fan, big fan, big fan. Wait a minute, you're just going to dismiss him saying like that when you make everyone say cheese is Chez? Like, <laughs> the ear? What if this becomes a new trend? Like, it's just I tell you, it. I would the check bar. It hurts. The check bar is Absolutely incredible. I, I love this beer a lot. I was so happy I found it. Big check fan. Uh, yep. Yep. Really happy I found this. We'll be buying this again. Can I read? I had uh, The Old Man by Treehouse. I haven't had a lot of their products. Uh, I've had like Julius and whatnot. Uh, but I've mean, had a things. lot of the products. Just the most exclusive ones. The best ones. one. Ass. Hey, how are the prices at the Walmart? Walmart. I mean, they're for me. They're next the to free, <laughs> almost free. Uh, very good. It's an ale. Um, not a huge it's ale. A bitter fan. ale. Bitter ale. Excuse me. Uh, uh, but it was. It was good. It was good. I. I wish it was a little colder. I think I would have got uh, <laughs> some more notes in it that I. Sorry, I don't articulate sorry, well. Walmart will will look at the expenses it costs to put a four door walk-in cooler. <laughs> but it was very good. I recommend all Treehouse products. Go up to Massachusetts and and Munson, Munson, and go check it out. Jimmer, would you like to review your oh, Jeff? Your beer and well, I'm going to need you to get closer to the microphone though. <laughs> <laughs> the Smirnoff was miserable. The Heineken miserable. <laughs> Happy Father's Happy Day. Fucking father. <laughs> now I know how we felt. <laughs> Dave, I know you only had a Diet Coke in the thermos, but what do you think of the private stock? Private stock, pond water, I recommend to anyone that's into ponds. Maybe we could um, spice it up with a nice, like a margarita glass and take a lily pad around the edge. <laughs> we could market this. Actually, we should put frog legs on there. We've been Ooh. talking about putting it on ice. It'd probably be really good. <laughs> yeah, it'd be much better on ice. <laughs> um... I had uh, I started off with the uh, Shuby Juice from Thimble Island, a uh, New England sour IPA. Uh, very good. Yeah, uh, a little, little bitter, but nothing too crazy. No Ajita, um, which is always a plus when you're in the sour market. Mm-hmm. And then uh, we had a call to the bullpen. Uh, the Shuby pitched six good innings, uh, no hits, no runs, just a high pitch count through a lot of balls. Oh, um, okay. But then the uh, Catharsis from Treehouse came in, the American Porter, shut out three innings saved. Wow. Pitched real well. One nothing game. Here we go. <laughs> no, nah, no, nah, no, nah, no, nah, no. Nah, nah. 42 to nothing. Wow. Big top of the so, ni- or bottom oh, of the ninth. Wow. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that can't wow. be a save. Yeah. How? Runners right on first and second, man. Nobody out. Yep. <laughs> you said it was 42 to nothing. It's a safe situation, regardless. <laughs> yeah. He walked those two. <laughs> well, no, because you get the save if you pitch three innings, regardless of the score. Yeah. Uh, okay. Okay. Shot! One, don't, you, hey, don't, don't, don't do the shrug. I didn't know that. That's one, a shot. One more quick around the horn of the pond water. Uh, pond as we water. do this, okay. Okay. big thank you to uh, Mr. Sanderson and Pat coming down. Pat. 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 Pat said he wants to be on the show all the time. I kind of burped as I said that. Nope. Was good. Thank you for you guys coming down. We don't down. have enough microphones to have here all the time. Thanks Sorry. for having me. We actually had to install these. Now you can come. Extra work. We have four extra mics. You're good. Five. Five extra mics. Five. You know, Pat, next time we could talk Landon Donovan for you. Oh, you're big, big fan. Team big Mexico. Fan. No. <laughs> no, we will not. on Team Mexico. Uh, they no, did not. just win versus Germany. Yeah, actually, Mexico beat Germany, which is like a huge thing. Uh, one nothing. But oh. he's not on Mexico. Put it set. He's not on Mexico. You can't do that. He played for Where Team USA for like 16 years. He's you half Mexican. Like, no. You don't it know doesn't that. work that way, though. You don't know that. Listen. 
Anyway, I know nothing about soccer, so I don't give a fuck. It's football. That's going to be in a shirt. You don't know that. <laughs> and it's coming to the U.S. Hey, that's my new Treadbox shirt. You don't know that. You don't know that. We'll all write right, that well, down. All of us here at Getting Sports are Drunk, this has been a dumpster fire. Happy Father's Day to all the dads out there and all the dads to be. Enjoy. And single moms and raccoons. <laughs> People um, have been iced. Moms that look like dads. <laughs> dads that look like Jeff. moms. Yeah. I'm your host, Cupcake the Riddler. I'm Mike. Sheen Washable. Uh, I'm Milwaukee. That was, that was Jeff. Doers unto others. <laughs> the Redwood. And I'm the Red Baron. Yeah. <laughs> 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 <laughs>